Dog It Club is a podcast about three friends quantifying their love for television via a spreadsheet. This show contains explicit language and is not safe for little ears. And there is a perpetual spoiler alert in effect. Welcome back to Doggett Club. It's been a while. Uh, this What's up? This episode may contain certain things that you may find inappropriate. Just in the last five That's a minutes. new segment. Taylor's disclaimer. <laughs> Taylor's it's disclaimer. an ad- additional disclaimer. <laughs> the little ears isn't enough anymore. So an additional uh, warning. Uh, so we're going to talk about our number one show. It's uh, we we uh, we talk a little bit about uh, Mad Men. Mad Men. We talk so. a little bit about a lot of other things too, That's like right. a little Game of Thrones, a little Disney Plus, a little bit of streaming, a little bit of sports, Star Wars. Man, that was a weird one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's been it's been two months I think since we recorded last. So it's been life's complicated. Um, we've know. gotten emails out the wazoo asking us to come back. Oh, and we're <laughs> just clamoring. <laughs> we're back. Uh, you know, uh, a friend of mine did say she was listening to our Maisel episode, and she was really just laughing her ass off. So you know, hey, we got listeners. They're yeah, jumping we're, in here we're and there. Pretty big um, deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but we're back for one we're episode. Back. We'll see when we're coming back <laughs> again. But, we're back. Uh, follow us on Twitter, twitter.com slash club, and rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes, your preferred cat podcast back provider. Back in the New York groove. Thank you. Uh, bye. Bye. a smooth transition. <laughs> I don't care. We're out of practice. Uh, we haven't fine. recorded in two months. It's cool. Is the show still on the air? <laughs> a lot of, a lot's happened. But on the air. On the air. Are, wow. we, are we out there? Here we are. Wow. 99.5. We're back, folks. Maybe even our finale. I don't even know. No, I think we'll have one Season more to finale. end too. Yeah, well, fuck it, man. But this is it. This the last is, show we're is, talking about. This is well, not not even that's that's a that's a misstatement. Uh, our, we're gonna switch up the format a little bit, just like we did the last time. But this is the last show we're talking about. Oh, a specific two. show. Yeah, this is. We're and we're gonna make. Our, we're gonna number one show. We're changing the format up. We're gonna have advertisements. Number one with a bullet. Try to make money. Yeah. So you'll have to wait thirty second spots here and there. Yep. Ten second spots here and there. Campbell's soup. 
We'll do live reads. We've gotten a lot of inquiries, okay? Gatorade. Can't, can't get these people, these pesky corporations from paying us too much. Um, well, you know, you know what I love? Checks mix. <laughs> uh, now, hold on a second, Evan. I really love checks mix. Who doesn't love you know, checks? Who lo- <laughs> Lucky strikes cigarettes. I also Speak, love hey, that's actually planters a re- mixed nuts. That's a that's a wonderful transition, yeah. Taylor. It is we're talking about Mad Men, our number one show. That's never not been our number one show. Game of Thrones has slipped. A bunch of other stuffs moved up and down, but the only consistent truth all of us have Mad Men is our number one show because we're because what. We're 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 snobby TV snob yeah. white guys that just to yeah. think it's a cool because we think John Ham's cool as fuck. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't know how many people agree though. <laughs> Smoking and like, drinking and it. being abusive and just just not giving a shit about people and just oh my I don't know. god, he's <laughs> good. He's a what what a role model from <laughs> from every. He's list. a terrible person, isn't it's he? Just awful. Donald like, Draper, fucking. Terrible. From, from every list we've seen, though, we are not the majority. We don't. No one thinks no. Mad Men is the best show ever. Nah, I fucking love this show. It's though, a man. very weird. Um, yeah, I mean, let's not kid ourselves. That's not to say that there's a lot of people that love Mad Men, but on all the lists, yeah, it's never number one. It's never number one. It's never number one. It might get mentioned down the line somewhere, but it's not. Not good, Bob. <laughs> It's just certain it, fucking like fucking uh, people on the the characters on this show that just I'll never not think about Pete Campbell and and Don Draper. I just I don't know what a ride that. I this, mean, it's it's the characters aren't. It makes you think of that era a little differently. I guess it had a profound impact on me on how I viewed that those years, the fifties, the sixties. Yeah. It kind of gave me i like i appreciate when a show takes itself seriously enough and mixes in some history yeah so you feel like you're there and i thought that mad men did that quite well uh throughout the whole show i never thought it broke the feel and i liked the time jumps that happened later in the show yeah and it gave you that different feel like california la is coming up right. and things like that just and they used okay. it well, to change even themes. We're getting all we're getting ahead of ourselves. Well, the, we, uh, are, we are. The, we are. The, yeah. If you if you don't know, let's talk about what Mad, Mad Men, Men is. Is a show about advertising in the nineteen. The, some would argue the peak of the, of the 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 pinnacle of advertising as an art form. The fifties and sixties. These giant firms, you know, marketing all these 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 products to. To you know, all these, these. I think the whole show was the '60s, though, right? It was all mm, the '60s. No, I think it starts in the. Uh, it spans the '50s. It's mainly plus. the '60s, but I hold on a minute. I don't know if oh, it's even that, specific. That, that. Oh, it says '60s. March, yeah, Justin's right. March 1960 is when the show started. Yeah, I thought so. I thought it was the late '50s, but it is yes, well, 1960. Fuck. You. And ended November 1970. Yeah. See, because the the way I, I the way I saw it, I mean, I I, de- I definitely heard that somewhere. But women were already in the in, in the working, you know, 
So in the fifties, I don't think women yeah. really were working. Much. So you got you got an all star cast. Well, here here's the thing, Evan, you know, John Hamm, <laughs> Elizabeth Moss, uh, Christina Hendricks, January Jones. A lot of these people have gone on to do stuff. I think Madman is where Dog It Club becomes how we dog the the in, the Glo- Golden Globes and all these other people. This is like the only show we overlap and agree how they won best drama. Bam, bam, oh, bam, yeah. bam, bam, bam. Yeah. We, we kind of, oddly enough, we align with the artsy, fartsy people and kind of celebrate this show yeah. for what it is. You know, it's, it's so a work of art. It's and, and and the thing about it that surprised me that I liked about it, so, you know, usually the shows that I like have a lot of action. This show is all story, all character development, not a whole lot of action. It's a pure period drama. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's just about a random subject. That's what I've I've come to realize. I don't it doesn't matter what time period and what necessarily the subject matter is. Yeah, if I'll, it's a well acted period drama well funded. I doubt Nabby. I've watched out Nabby. Have you seen the movie? Not yet. Me either. Waiting for it to that's pop it. up. That's on, the I've only, already bought it. That's the only thing uh, I haven't seen. Call the Midwife, which is another show on Netflix about uh, midwives and, and the poor part of England in the 50s and 60s. Well, it's real good. And now I'm watching Anne with an E, which is literally Anne of Green Gables, that book from Canada. Yeah. But it's the new Netflix adaptation. Oh, really? They it's have great. That? It's so good. Uh, I watched that just, when I was a kid, though. Oh, God, this stuff. trailer, you should watch it. I watched it's, called, I, it's called Anne with an I Eve. watched that show Avonly when I was a kid. Yeah. So there's been multiple TV shows. Well, the Americans had some action, but it was a lot of story and characters. Oh, the Americans had action, but it was a drama. It was a period drama. Yeah, for sure. A well, badass a one, by the way. By the way, drama, two man. months have gone by. I'm not lowering it. <laughs> yeah. I raised it up, and it's staying way up there in the 80s. Yeah. Upgrades. Maybe I'll uh, raise 24 up, too. <laughs> We've got to find him. We've got to find him and torture drama. him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the early early to mid-2000s. What a, what a period to what be a... revisiting. <laughs> the fucking war on terror. Yeah. Let's, 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 uh, let's look back fondly on, on yesteryear. Jack, I can't get into the computer unless Hack you... Em. you... <laughs> Hack him. Good. I'll get the codes, Chloe. I'm going to break his arm. Just hurry up, Jack. We don't have much time. It doesn't matter about people's rights. We've <laughs> got to save people from the terrorists. <laughs> Homeland so, Security. All right. So Mad Men uh, was a successful show. It was on the cable network AMC, which we have talked about at length in other uh, When did other it episodes? run from, Taylor? From when to when? Oh, well, July 19th, 2007 to May 17th, 2015. Wow. So it had a good run, Evan. <laughs> um. <laughs> dokie. Uh, uh. Yeah, that was a good run. Ninety-two episodes. The episodes were what forty to minutes to an hour each, or something. Yeah, uh, forty-five to fifty-seven minutes to yeah. be precise. Um, Lionsgate Television production company, Weiner Brothers. Blah, 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 blah. Um, so good people. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah. We haven't done this for a while. 
real good people over there at that good studio. people at that, at that studio yeah we AMC. talk to them quite regularly yeah, on the show. good folks <laughs> got a yeah, i just had an email from the other day um so a little bit though about amc during this time period this was when breaking bad had just kind of started around i think and uh mad men was what one of their first shows i believe mad men was the first so yeah mad men was the first of the original series and Bra- breaking bad was after it right yeah, yeah. yeah. so this was early AMC when everybody was still scratching their heads and going, um, you know, AMC Wait, is that this channel that shows those old movies? The old movie, okay, American but it was 90s, movie classics. Yeah, the nineties was black and white stuff, and but for they, most, then they rebranded it to more modern movies. The blockbuster movies, blockbuster movies. You two, or th- two or three years ago, like theater bo- blockbusters right. were on there, and then all of a sudden, Mad Men came yeah. along, and I remember when I first heard of Mad Men. I dismissed this right away. I said, it's on AMC. What have they done? You know, who gives a shit? You spit on the ground. Fuck them, too, you, right? Like, <laughs> but, uh, fucking movie. Fucking American. Mo- I thought to myself, American movie. Well, we classics. still had an idea. That so what they, are they doing making a show? We still had an idea that cable channels had like a point. Like it, right. if they were a thing, they didn't. Like, they we didn't. were like, hey, that's AMC. They can't do that. Little did we know, sci-fi, I think that happened after that, right? Sci-fi's always had shows, though. No, but it went to S-Y-F-Y instead of this. I don't know when that happened, but (laughs) all of that shit started happening in the 2000s is the bottom line, and everything started to become, like like Evan said, a cable channel just meant you put schlock on. Anything. Anything. Like tech TV turned into G4, and, and then the Spike TV and all those. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. So, yeah... Mad Men was looked at at ske- with skepticism, and I really didn't give a shit about it. Did y'all ever see the ads for it back then? I don't even remember. I now don't remember when it when I. How much of it I watched live, and how much of it I. Which one of us started it? Honestly, I can't even remember. It's been a while. I think Taylor watched it first. Did you? So I remember reading about it online, and there were some people on a forum that I, they were raving about how great it was, and I. Looked it up. I watched. I looked at you know what I have pulled up on my phone right, right. now. The critical claim and yeah. And I remember I went. Uh, Amazon had a sale. It was eight bucks a season. So I bought the first two on Blu-ray. Yeah. Just one random Christmas. I and then borrowed I, them from you. Yeah. And so I broke out these Blu-rays like Passing a year around. after I got Passing them. I hadn't even DVDs. opened them up. And then the next thing you know, I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> and I was like, I got to tell. I knew I had to tell y'all. I was like. I wanted to push it on yeah. y'all because I was like, hold on, y'all. Drop what you're you know, doing. Because, okay, before I watched Mad Men, yes, I had watched Sopranos and a lot of other, quote, dramas, but they had some of the theme like crime or something else. Right. And when I thought of a pure drama, I thought of a soap opera, which we've talked about on the show, Yeah, which maybe we've given too hard of a time at times because like Evans pointed out, well, wait a second, you know, what's so bad about a soap opera? So Mad Men to me was like, oh, I was watching cheesy- a... You know, it's cheesy, but it's great. Yeah. But I mean, you put money into a drama. I don't know if I had seen that before when it was just well, it was one of the shows that kind of created the list. Like this show was one of the things that was like, oh, well, let's quantify this. How much do you like Mad Men? And that's the, you know, that was one of the a things lot. that helped, yeah. helped birth, birth the spreadsheet in the first place. Um. So we started watching it. We all loved it. 
I know I remember Justin when you binged it. I think you were so you went fast. What I did was I watched um, four seasons real fast, and I thought it was over. Thought the show was done because that's all that was on Netflix was four seasons, and I hadn't seen any previews for it or anything. And I'm like, okay, I guess that's it. And then I go and look it up on Google, and they had like a year and a half hiatus, and it had just like season four had just come out, and I'm like. Oh man, now I gotta wait. And then they what had four more seasons. So uh, I think it went to season seven. I think I think eight, seven was or season seven was split into two parts. So season seven, which was like eight episodes, and then season eight was no, like no, it's seven, seven, seven seasons. Seven, it, seven. You're right though. Seven season seven was a two part season, but there was only it, they didn't okay. mark it as season eight okay. after the second part. Yeah, that's right. But it, it there was a pretty long big, big bre- well, the, you know the era of mid-season yeah. breaks well there was the writer's strike was in the middle of the show i don't remember when that happened but that it was probably early on yeah uh, or maybe it wasn't i don't never mind i don't know no it was before i'm sorry yeah, yeah. the writer's strike was the early 2000s so okay so um but yeah so then i had to wait and then watch the rest of it week to week which i mean it's worth it anyway uh well, you know, I have to say this. This is jumping ahead a bit, but part of the reason why Mad Men's so strong, you know what? Maybe we should just save this for whenever we do our. All right, Evan. go ahead, Evan. Oh. What's your rating? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> it's been that way for the whole existence well, of the. All of us, all of us have the exact same rating. It's a nine point eight. But Taylor has a note. Oh God! It says the best pure drama ever made. Period. Best TV show ever made. Period. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Can we read your uh, your uh, the other one that you? <laughs> which, which one? Halt and Catch Fire. No. Oh God! No, it wasn't. It was this one. It uh, was no. Yeah, it was Halt and Catch Fire. It was Halt and Catch Fire. I wrote a thesis. <laughs> no, I don't want to read that again. Well, let it's me just long. read the very, hold it over it again. Let me see. <laughs> Scroll to the very bottom. Of his halt and catch fire. It's so <laughs> Wove a masterfully executed arc that tied tech into the fabric of the human condition <laughs> with uncompromising artistic, artistic integrity. <laughs> you fucking loser. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh man, that is some dorky shit, man. That is awesome. <laughs> Whoo! Oh, I love that we can like things as much as we like them. Yeah, I had a lot to say there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great way to put it. So you um, sure did. I I just saw this today. Uh, uh, Google Sheets came up with a new thing where you can right click on a cell and show the edit history and show when you changed your writings and when. Oh and, wow! Oh shit! Yeah. So that's dangerous. That's pretty cool. Rad. Anyway, um, so we all have nine point eights. Evan, why is it a nine point eight for you? That's just uh, it, it, I don't even know. I mean, it's just a just a brilliantly cast show, and it was. I don't know. I, I it just <laughs> you're gonna hit, have to give uh, us more than it, you don't know. It hit right at the right time. I I I was get uh, my tastes were evolving a little bit into more. I felt it was one of the first non space boogie monster zombie 
I don't know, that I can really truly think of that I was like, oh, shit, this is a really good-ass show. It's just about advertising. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, there's obviously more to the show, Don's background and, and all the, like, but, like, appreciating well-cast and well-written female characters, like, I mean, like, Peggy, super... I mean, think about think about the women on the show: Christina Hendricks, Elizabeth Moss, January Jones. Uh, the the girl that played Sally Draper's turned into a little star. She's yeah. she's all over shit now. Is it Kiernan Kiernan Shipka? Uh, and Allison, I always forget Allison Brie. Allison Brie playing sure. playing Trudy Campbell. Yeah. Like she was so good. She was on this and Community at the same time. Yeah, she was super famous for. Maggie Siff as Rachel Mencken. She was good. Linda Cardellini, who I've had a crush on for goddamn ever, playing what's her name? Uh the neighbor, upstairs neighbor that he that that uh Sally walks in on Don and her. What's her name on there? Uh the name's there. Well it's no it doesn't have her character name. Just did, Really? Yeah, hold on. Oh, you're not on IMDb. No, I I'm on I'm on Google. Yeah. Google Shut doesn't up. do it right. Shut up. It doesn't you do shut it. Up. You shut up. You don't know. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. It's been too long. Uh, shut up. You don't know. What the fuck? Oh man? my gosh. What's her name? She was on the. T- it's not. And then there's Megan. Megan Draper was in here too, the woman on the show. Um, you don't know. Whatever. I don't know. She's a Jewishy sounding name. She's a whore. Yeah, she was with the doctor guy, right? Yeah, she was. She was married to the doctor and Sylvia Rosen. Rosen Dr. is it? Rosen Balm. Rosen. Rosen or just Rosen. No Balm. No, no Berg. No, no nothing. Just no, okay. Rosen. Um. So well. So Evan liked. The it's cast, just. It was liked just the characters. It was. It. it Haven't you, know, you made it, a comment? I remember you making a comment a few years ago. Something like. Didn't you say something? Not even. Maybe you've said it on the show that if you had one show to like, well, like send out into space. So like that if you could only put could, one book, one show, and one movie into a capsule and just be like, ah, shove, throw it into space. Like, Mad Men would probably be the TV show. Like I don't know about the book and the movie, but like I, I think Mad Men fairly certainly would for be. the movie Independence Day for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah, what's <laughs> <laughs> in the right? Halle message. Berry's Catwoman. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah, now we're talking legally blonde. But yeah, I go. I guess going with that, Evan. Why? Why is that? I mean, I think it. You think it, it successfully it's captures just an interesting character progression? You know, like like Don and Peggy. It was like I said. It came along at a time where I I felt like I started to actually appreciate like oh wow like a, a male female relationship that's more complicated it's more like peers and this just show made me think about stuff made me think about the way I acted it was it, it had a fairly sizable impact on on I don't know like any like you know some good books and change your it was when you, the best, when you fin- it's the best show i've ever watched when you finished of, mad men it had an effect on yeah it. yeah like i mean the the gr- the growth of don and the and don and peggy like 
that the, everything Don and Peggy them related and and their whole I try I don't want to spoil this the show I want to you know I want to talk about it in vagaries because I don't really want to hit it too too hard because uh, everyone if you haven't watched Mad Men I would just be like watch watch it why is it number one because it's the one of the best things I've ever watched we spoil everything it's just one of the best things I've ever watched it's just very few flaws brilliantly acted well written just heartfelt moving poignant yada 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 uncompromising artistic artistic integrity integrity. i think mad men did it better than any other show where you could at least for me a lot of people may disagree but i thought they did it better than any other show making you care about these flawed people yeah you know i mean i think you can make a pretty good a case that Don's a piece of shit, and he is. Yeah. But damn, man, when bad shit happened to him, they're kind of all pieces of shit. They're all yeah, they're all pieces of shit. They're almost everyone on the show. Well, humans are flawed. Is a piece of shit in some manner. What do you say about the human condition on *Hulk Against Wire*? It's just it's about. <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know. In the, in the end, it's a, it's, a, it's this show about like forgiving, but but in that forgiving sh- others and forgiving yourself, like the fact that Don could get to a place where he was just. He could find after all the shit he's he's been through that he could find happiness and forgive other people and I was and 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 it, like the way Peggy's storyline kind of wraps up and it's about like strength like any any like when sometimes when you talk about people that you know that that f- females that have a problem watching the show because it's like oh well I don't like seeing all the sexism I'm like yeah but like watching Peggy watching Elizabeth Moss go through all the bullshit and then that like i said i would love like a print to have framed of her and her box of shit from her office with the cigarette and the sunglasses like like i'd put that on my wall like that that's one of the coolest character like in it it, what can i say about Mad Men? i don't know it's just it's it's the one it's the best show i've ever watched all right taylor why is it a 9.8 for you uh, so nine point eight, number one, number one, <laughs> well, number one. That's a <laughs> hard thing to think about. But um, why is it not a nine point nine? Yeah, why we can not, go. Why is it not? That's a, that's another question. So a, so nine point eight. It's truly our ceiling. But that's another question. We'll, we'll get there. Whenever I started watching Mad Men, you know, I had seen some other, you know, grade A television, but for some reason, I I hit it hard. Yeah. Like I didn't. I remember watching it all Saturday, like 11 hours straight. Right. Just, I didn't stop. I was completely <laughs> in that yeah. world. Yeah. And it allowed you to do that very much to where you could participate in that period. Yeah. And it did such a good, it's so authentic. And I think it's won a lot of acclaim for being authentic for that period. Right. Like people acknowledge it even, even kind of care about the building. Like the set, I it very few shows make you care not just about the people but like the the place they're at, and when things happen to the office, you're like, good and bad. You're like, oh, oh, are they right? No, oh, like, are they move? And you're like, oh, oh no, but I, but I, oh, like, yeah, yeah. or his like when he moves apartments, right? Like, and and then it, it's the sets were characters. Yeah. That was that was, and if 
really you think need back that, to yeah. maybe my perception of like 1950s was colored inappropriately with the idea of older shows from the 1950s that would have a style and yeah. be in you know black and white and be you know woo you know 1960s i mean well, but, also, but still it it, it it i it gave you this impression of a whole a, a, a very wholesome uh group of people that everybody was wholesome and marriages were yeah. great and you know you go to mad men and you're like oh shit yeah. everybody's oh. just as flawed and fucked up you know but no one had really done that in a show right yeah. it kind of exposed that well, I like the 60s. Violently exposed where it, it. Where it's the cresting of that 50s culture into the early 60s, and then all of a sudden, culture. I always like the 60s. Yeah, culturally. Where, 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 where 60s just all of a sudden make that turn to be a little bit more woo. Yeah. Culturally, like, Mad Men started with 50s culture. Right. Because it was the early 60s, and you saw you saw the transition in the show. You experienced it, the culture yep. moving forward. Mm-hmm. I guess 70s. saying it would be in my time capsule, like as a show, is very selfish American of me because it's not exactly a broad world view. It's a, it's a ve- if I, I mean if you were saying about America, like I think as far as TV goes, I don't know if any shows. Uh, gonna- I think see, I think Mad Men speaks great. Not, I mean, I biased, right? So maybe I'm wrong, but we're I Americans think we're all biased when it comes to entertainment. To developed for developed country. You know, for richer countries, I think Mad Men tells us something about being human. Yeah. Because we're all vulnerable to certain things. We're all vulnerable to disease. We're all vulnerable to people dying from stuff like that, which happened to Don a few times mm-hmm. in different tragedies in his life. And so the show exposed that no matter how rich you are, you know, at the end of the day, that's not going to help you in certain scenarios. And it didn't help in a lot of the main character scenarios, it was more about people and relationships and how hollow, you know, things can be. It showed you how alcoholism is. I've never seen a show that's so that showed alcoholism. It like glorifies it. Well, it glorified it, but, but then it, it also didn't. showed the detriment. It showed how detrimental. I yeah. mean, I, I don't think it glorified it. Well, I think early on it had some pizzazz early on, yeah. and it even roped you in thinking, "Hey, everybody's drinking in the office. Everything's cool." And, and then the next, you know, you get into season two and three, and you start seeing alcoholics. Yeah. And then you see Don. Yeah. And then you're like, "Holy shit, this is bad." I mean, this is really bad. Yeah. Um. <laughs> <laughs> really bad. Oh. Um. Not good, Bob. But yeah, okay. And then I just wanted to say nine point eight. Acting, uh, the acting's flaw. I mean, come on, yeah. the acting pff, can't beat it. Uh, writing, there was very few boring characters. Even the kids, I know the kids were were awesome. good. Yeah. Like I'm gonna like the side. Think of the side characters. Just in the office, Paul, <laughs> uh, uh, Ted, Ken, Harry. Michael Ginsburg. Ken. Michael Ginsburg, Stan Rizzo, Pete. Uh, Ber- Bertram Cooper. Yeah. The old man, uh, Ken Cosgrove, Harry. I've never, I'm Harry. Not, I don't like Harry. Harry. I never did. Harry Crane, but he's an interesting character. Yeah. I just don't like All him. All the way up to Pete Campbell and or Jane Holloway. Fucking Christina Hendricks in the show is so good. Like you could just it like, yeah, she plays the like busty, you know, saucy secretary lady. But like a lot of her. Some real tragic stuff well, happened. Early on, you know, Salvatore was one of them. 
and his man his storyline was crushing it was really sad it was crushing um but yeah there were so many good i mean and and you kind of grew to care about them all a little bit yeah i mean even as much as you didn't like harry crane I mean, he was endearing sometimes. Lane, poor Lane. So I have a, Lane yeah, I, know, yeah. I have a bias in the show that, so I like, even though Don Draper's a piece of shit, I like Don Draper mm-hmm. as a character. He's just too interesting for me not to like him. Yeah. Because I just want to see what the hell he's up to. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Right. <laughs> his yeah. life is nuts. So well, you know, I I kind of make a parallel from him to McNulty in The Wire, yeah. where where they have like good moments and then they spiral down well you know? that they've they've that's like a trope like the uh uh walter white ned stark don draper mcnulty okay you can kind of draw a line through all of them they're like kind of tortured tr- tortured older white guy characters yeah. like that's that i liked a, i liked how hey, oh what's uh rick there's another one. I like how dead. I'm Rick saying Rimes, there's yeah. there's tortured Mad, older white guy characters Mad on Men every- roped the the way they did Draper. Cuz you start he's a mystery, right? I mean you 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 don't know exactly who he is and season 1 really plays that up a lot. Yeah. And you know the show is very sometimes very subtle and other times it's in your face. Like right. I remember one of the episodes in the first season ends where you find something out about Draper's past that was really profound. And the episode just ends with him shutting his door and it just says Donald Draper. And that was the end of the episode. Yeah. And it's kind of stuff like that. It really played like they knew what they were doing. Yeah. They weren't afraid of this not having any action or anything. They were just telling a story about characters. Yeah. That's it. I liked it. I thought it was cool to have that and not have some sort of as much as I love, you know, sci fi and fantasy. It's cool to have something real like that during that well, period. That's, I'm on a kick right now of show like I said of of shows like this. Like like I you would have told me I would have tore through Call the Midwife as quick, fast as I as I did. <laughs> it's such a good show. So Justin, you're up. Tell us yeah. why it's a 9.8 out of 10 only point 2 away from a perfect. <laughs> Just short. Just a little short. Um I, I really liked the the way it looked um, and the way it kind of transitioned. Like in the in the early '60s uh, seasons, especially in restaurants, they were very classy. There was a lot of wood, you know, like natural wood. Yeah. Um, and when you think of the '50s, you kind of think of bright and like metallic mint green and and those kind of bright pastel colors. But this kind of brought in like the business, like the high class, you know business uh the way things look the office was that's all i remember is the the color brown and orange kind of in the in the beginning of the show their office it was kind of a big open area kind of the bullpen got more colorful later on and then yeah as they moved up and and their suits started becoming more colorful everything started yeah yeah styles changed right especially the like the lower workers, secretaries and stuff, they were wearing more bright colors and stuff as they moved on uh, through the 60s. But I, what I also really liked about it was that they used real-life events to kind of trigger changes in the business. Like you saw Nixon, or the like elections, and yeah. you saw... I mean, Forrest Gump. 
Yeah, guy, Forrest Gump. That well, shit. Mr. Holland's Opus. They show that's how Downton Abbey those. starts. Downton Abbey starts with the Titanic sinking. Yeah. yeah, I like shows that jump off of real life. Yeah, stuff. so and they kind of changed the course of how they do business or what you know, kind of their advertising. They were going one way, and they oh, this happened. We got to go another way. Um, I don't. Plus, I mean, just the char- the characters, the music. They, they just oh, no. they played it really well. They could really have screwed it up. Yeah. I would say that in seasons five and six, there was a period there where I was thinking, man, this is tough to watch right now. Because it was Don spiraling. Uh, Pete was spiraling down too. Right. And I think... It was hard for me to watch Pete and Don simultaneously just be going down the gutter. It was definitely very... It was dark. There, I mean, but there was enough of a lighthearted things that would happen to keep like, it to keep you going to keep you hoping right i would say because yeah. there was those the five six season five and six there's some stuff in there that don did that i was just like oh god like yeah. this is over the like top he's beyond bad. beyond redemption yeah like just terrible and then but then season seven happens yeah. and season seven is the reason why and i remember evan may have said something like what are they doing like <laughs> Donna's is in California and what what's going on? Yeah. Well, yeah, they fucking took a risk, but it worked. And now it didn't take until the end before you were like, oh wow. wow. You know? But season seven, in my opinion, sealed the deal for me because it had first of all, if you ended Pete's arc in season six, yeah. there's nothing of value right. that guy had at all. It wasn't until season seven where he may had an epiphany. And he changed everything. Yeah. And yeah, he was still Pete, but I mean, you could at least be like, okay, he finally learned something. Yeah. You know, the adventure of Pete's hairline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not only that, Pete also, I loved Pete in season seven because I watched Mad Men last year, I think. So I rewatch. Um, I, I remember, re- I remember Pete. It. I'm saving it. I remember <laughs> Pete was very. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're saving it for. It's so good. I loved Pete being Don like the soul series Pete and Don are kind of Adonis. adversaries yeah. adversarial and then in season seven it's just so great to watch like when Don's fucking up or something and Pete's like hey guys he's bringing in the most cash I would like to have Don on board you yeah. know he'd be like <laughs> yeah. sticking up for him in board meetings and stuff and I don't know I loved it and Pete's that whole arc thank god he had a redemption arc there right because that was yeah he was really falling off um, I just think the way it ended, it kind of wrapped up everything really, really nice. I didn't feel like there was anything left undone in the show, which you don't I mean you don't get that a lot with certain with with a lot of shows. There's always something that kind of is left untied here and there. Um, there weren't many missteps. I think everything had a purpose. You know how yeah everything had a per. You can't really say there were any holes. Yeah. Everything was wrapped up. It was well done. I mean, they it was a true, truly good ending. Yeah. There's so many shows that botch endings, and this one did not. Yeah. That's this, how I felt. This isn't DS9. <laughs> not DS9, and honestly, yeah, Voyager's ending. <laughs> the, le- the more I've thought about it. Enough. Game of Thrones. Game of the, the best example. Yeah. Game of Thrones, we might have to talk about that later uh, in the show, because we've had enough time to process this a little bit Uh, (laughs) but anyway uh um what what else justin what's your favorite thing about mad men uh the cast 
certain i mean the, like 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 i said the uh i mean john ham and elizabeth moss kind of just it, those two steal the whole show i mean they're the 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 arc peggy peggy's one of the best characters ever on tv and so is don draper those are those two are two of the best characters ever yeah i think they're great. so that that's that the, the the characterizations of don and peggy that's yeah. that's the that's what the show was for that's why it was so good for me like john ham john ham he killed Come it. on man john ham fucking killed it i i think for me it was just sucks elizabeth moss is a fucking scientologist i think my favorite thing was the ride the, it just took you on a roller coaster throughout the whole show isn't that awful? Isn't that so disappointing when you find out somebody so good is is wrapped up in that garbage? Meh. Ugh, Who did you it. say it was? Elizabeth Moss, Peggy. She's a she's a Scientologist. Cold Scientologist. Well, we'll get Tom Cruise on the show pretty quick, and we can talk about that. With <laughs> she's him. a real talented girl. <laughs> she's operating Phaeton level four. Oh man, she's a, she knows about Xenu. She's, okay, she's read um, the papers. Mm. She didn't freak out. <laughs> she likes it. Still thinks it's normal. Yay! All right. Yeah, that's a good point. Like. To be a Scientologist these days in the internet age, you'd have to have read at least something or seen something that casts them in the negative light, and you still are like, nope, nope. I want to sit down and get my meter. <laughs> my you know you're the only one. Spread. You're the only one that can help. You go by an accident scene. You know that you need to get out and do something because you're the only person that can do something. Cause you, you know, look at my we've been alive for billions oh of years. We were from another universe, or Satan's. They dropped us in a volcano. It's yeah. all nonsense. I it's, mean, it's great. It's normal religion. It's just a normal, everyday, good old boy religion. <laughs> <laughs> and who could? How could you not trust it with Tom Cruise Oof. at the front of it? But um, nah. Sorry about Tommy. Elizabeth Moss. That's that's my favorite. Getting thing, tied up into a cult, but. Favorite thing yeah. about the show is, is the ride it takes you on. It like, I love the whole, whole the whole ride, all the way through. It's, they don't. That's it, you now. It, <laughs> oh yeah. Uh, favorite thing. Uh fuck. Um, the advertising. I love advertising. No, I'm just gonna say that I don't think any show. I think it explored the human. Co- condition as i've said <laughs> uncompromising <laughs> artistic artistic integrity. so i'm not going to be that i'll say it did it in such a way that it made me feel everything the characters felt yeah. even though i wasn't then i wasn't even close to being a person like them and i thought they were pieces of shit but it still did a better job than any other show of making me feel that yeah characters thing and it i guess to just it it did a perfect. It's a perfectly executed drama. That's my favorite thing about the show. It just perfect. Apparently not completely. Which well, that's subjective because which leads us to our next question. What's why? Like I, I could say what's your least favorite thing about it, but just why is it not a ten? Because doing anything as a ten makes me uncomfortable. I think that's disingenuous. Because it's more of a subjective. I can't sit here and tell you it's a 10. There's certain small, subtle, there's some, that's not going to help, but this, not, there's, no, yeah, this, there's subtle things about the show that may not be exactly 
perfect in my view. But well, it's a perfectly executed it, drama. Perfectly executed drama, but that I, doesn't mean it's the perfect hey, show. For I me. can't say that it doesn't dilly dally every once in a while. There's, yeah. there's more than a few handful of episodes where you end it going. That's Don's okay. back. Nothing, Don's back. happened. Or or they'll like two or three episodes will go by and and he's in the exact same place he was at the start at the three episodes ago and you're like. Hey, I wait still, a minute. I like, like the dilly dally episodes. They're great. In a way, but yeah, because I, the dilly dallying is usually great. But then when when you look back and go, what? Hey, happened? wait a minute. You just took me on a little roundabout for like three episodes. Dra- Fuck you. Like Draper. it was fun. It was a fun ride. But nothing happened. And don't tell me that nothing. You know, it's like that. That because they had they had to fill up a lot of Draper was a usually, lot of episodes. Draper was run. usually the one that would do that. In California, he would go off on some like, where the fuck is he going? Or he would go out to the woods yeah. to find somebody, and they're in a hippie camp or something. And you're or like, or they'd fart around with dumb Betty and Henry and Henry Henry something for a for a minute, and you're like, ugh. So that, can't wait till we get to our doggets. <laughs> you you kind of stole my oh, answer. Oh, yeah. You, you kind of stole my answer. The reason it's not a ten for me is because sometimes it's a little too slow. Yep, they turn that well because they have to. It's like every season was like fourteen episodes. It's almost like it's a show that could have been a little shorter, twelve, yeah, per season. With that said, we're talking. I think we're all in agreement, but for me, I'm still talking point two. Right. I mean, when for all the fault that you find, right when you're starting to say like, "Eh, it's kind of dilly. Oh, whoa, what just happened? You know, and then. So they always like manage to save it even right. the, before even you the go too far around, down. Even the fiddling around ended up being something fun to watch, but, yeah. but it, it fiddled around a lot. Like I, still, I, I, say a lot, I still, so the fiddling to me is developing Don yeah. a lot because Don is trying to figure himself out and he's not a easy, but I agree. It's a little over the top. Sometimes goes too far. But I still enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. On all, I've watched it. I think I think I've watched the show three times, all the way through. And um, I, th- I think it's been two for me. And I love it. You know, and it. I like you know you when you know the fiddling is coming. Sometimes you're looking forward to because you know what's going to happen already. Yeah. So you want to see. Well, what's how's I'm going to pay attention to more of the. They go off on like a, they go or, off on like a side character tangent, and this little side character gets like an episode or something. You're like. There's a lot of Paul. What are we doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, a lot of a lot of Harry going on right now. Right. Yeah, what, 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 what are we doing here? Are we trying to make Harry the main character? Yeah, I know what you mean. Or like Peggy and Stan or, you know. Anytime. Uh, it, hey, as far as I'm concerned, the stars of the show are Don Draper and Peggy. Like Peggy Olsen and Don Draper are the, are I the think, reason. I Mad think Men. Pete. To an extent, I think looking at back, though, Don and Don and Peggy are kind of the driving. They are, but I, and then I the, think the layer right under them is Pete Joan. and Betty, yeah, and and Joan and Joan and Roger, and then you go down <sighs> to your the rest of them. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but isn't Bert Cooper awesome? <laughs> Coop, he goes out well. I love yeah. I loved Cooper. It's good shit. The dance, the dance, and yeah, the dance. No, nothing else like that in the entire no. show. It was just this great, little just departure. one little brilliant little yeah. hallucination. Rod, Rod, and I think that you know that stuff like that, where suddenly you think they won't do anything different, yeah. and then they do that. Like I think that's the last season of the right. show, or close to it. 
I mean, that's kind of like... It's like five or six, I think. They really... It's impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. It's yeah. it's nothing short of, what did I just watch? And then rewinding it and going, okay. <laughs> and then just having Don give that look, you know? And you're like, God damn. <laughs> and how many times did it happen where Don would see like... The show mixed surreal themes sometimes. Like uh, Don sometimes would see someone who just died, someone close to him. That happened in his office one time. Uh, and you don't really know, is that real or not? You yeah, know he, what I mean? You know he, what I mean? Like, get, I, the, anytime John Hamm just sort of stares into the non-distance or kind of at the camera and he's alone, you know. And he, There's he a imagine, lot of moments yeah, like that. Yeah. And, and no other show manages... that. That's a great... No other show manages to me to have that many moments alone with the main character where he's just sitting there like, you know, just staring. And it all, all it's doing is really yeah. capturing what we all have to deal with yeah. in our lives, kind of. Mm-hmm. And watching him do it, he does a great job acting it. Yeah, he I does. mean, there's no... It's almost like John... Like, his eyes, He did everything. such a good job on Mad Men. It seemed, feels like John Hamm's like he has... It's, it's Now with his career, he's like, I have nothing to prove. He's just like he just sort of and floats. now when I see him pops like, up in comedy stuff and it's I like, saw him in what was that one the with the angel and the demon and they were friendly oh, yeah and, and, and uh, uh, good omens good yeah omens. and good omens it it that's how it felt when I watched John Hamm it felt like I've already proven myself I'm having fun I don't have to do anything I'm having fun wasn't and he it, was fun wasn't it like the season finale or one of the episodes of Parks and Rec where yeah he showed up he showed late up and he got fired yeah and, yeah he just, always shows and, up and then he comes back in and she's like. Didn't I just fire you? Get out of here. And he, you know. One of my favorite, I, yeah, well, I'll go into that after we start talking about favorite characters. Well, we're on it now. Oh, okay. Go ahead, Taylor. Don Draper. <laughs> mm, <I can't. laughs> that isn't to say that there aren't runner, close runner-ups. Uh, I loved watching Peggy. I loved watching Joan. And I liked watching Roger. There, I liked a lot of the characters. Um, but, uh, yeah, Don, it just, he, I just, everything about his life, I don't know what to say. Everything about him from the very get go, I don't understand him. Yeah. Why he, but you start to understand a little bit. You get some of his background of where he was raised and looking at you like, and he's smoking and he's just (laughs) confused as wire. But you figure out he's not who he says, you know, he's not, he's not authentic. I'll say that. He puts on a a show. It's not the real Don being the business guy. You know, he had that meeting with Roger. Roger was drunk. Yeah. He wasn't supposed to be coming in. He conned his way into being where he was more or less in on multiple levels. Yeah. But he did it and he was, he was, they established in the show. He was a genius. Yeah. He was a fucking genius. He had major problems, but I loved watching a flawed genius that really shouldn't have been any, what was he like a coat salesman or something when he started out? Uh, and, and I'd have to watch it again. Yeah. Right? And he, he, you know, with the flat little flashbacks you get after he w- grew up, yeah. where he grew up right which was a bad environment yeah you know you see him he shouldn't have been no. rich he shouldn't have been anything he he shouldn't have been as charming as he was uh, and i loved don draper just his whole now i hate don draper in real life if i met him he's a prick <laughs> right 
<laughs> but watching Don Draper be that prick sometimes right. tortured. was extremely He's so tortured. Just mesmerizing. I guess like um I loved how he I think maybe because I work in management a little bit and in the office and uh watching Don just flaunt the rules. You know, he comes in late. <laughs> yeah. He leaves. There's a meeting going on and everybody's like, Where's Don? And they're like, I don't know. He's just not here. He's driving Don, somewhere in California. We have Don, no idea. Don but, hasn't been here in a week. Yeah, nobody yeah. knows. He doesn't call in. You know, maybe he'll call Peggy like after four days and say, oh, having a I'm in time. Wyoming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like, she's like, what are you doing there? But And then he I comes don't back. Know. Like his secretary's like, I He comes back. <laughs> everybody's mad, know. but he like walks right into a meeting and throws a pitch down on the right. table and, it, and everybody's <laughs> just left going, Don. Yeah, because anytime, every time in the show, one consistency is Don leaves. He's not supposed to leave. Everybody's pissed he's leaving. He's not supposed to. He's violating all He comes all back, the, saves a day. Yeah. With a he, great idea. You know, they're they're floundering. They're not, not every time. No. There's been a, Peggy. Peggy saved Showed him up yeah, a couple right. of times. Yeah. And even but saved But that was him. part of their relationship. Like, he, she filled, which, instead of them all waiting, she started filling the void and Pete started filling the void when he'd leave, and he'd come back and go, "Well, what's why is all this? Somebody's in my office." And yeah, Pete Don, would... you've been gone a year, dude. <laughs> yeah, you fucking asshole. <laughs> We've all moved on. Well, that's preposterous, you know. <laughs> and I think I loved that about him. And then I loved the fact that you start out, and I thought Don was a collected businessman that had all of his shit together, right? You know, always cheating on his wife. You figure that out, episode one. That's not a spoiler, right? But you figure out you you see him drinking whiskey a lot in the office, but once you start seeing <laughs> him spiking the coffee in the morning, yeah. and you you start to see the, his full life. Oh, down! I liked to watch. I, I didn't. It was painful to watch, but I liked to watch a functional functioning alcoholic right do what he did. I don't know. There's was, there. Are- plenty of times that he came into a meeting and he was just wasted oh yeah you know and that, those are the times that really peggy had to like kind of get him on track get things on track in the meeting um but he you you kind of just watch it unfold slowly his his life and more about him as, as the first scene of the show is him sitting in the restaurant smoking a lucky strike right yeah with the wait with the waiter who's black or the busboy or whatever. And then I think it transitions to the fir- the meeting with Lucky Strike, right? Yeah. 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 Where they're talking why about do you, why do you smoke? it's crispy or whatever they say. Because <laughs> they're complaining about the lung cancer studies, right? right? The yeah. case control studies. But um, yeah, he, he like asks the guy, like, why do you smoke? Mm-mm, yeah. Why are you, why are you smoke? Remember Freddie? From the show? He was the in the first couple seasons and he was the he became like the drunk. Uh, an older guy and oh yeah and, and yeah Rumson. so yeah anyway uh fred Rumson. yeah fred Rumson. yeah exactly um he uh you saw don early on i remember what when i did my rewatch like any time that he was having a problem with his alcoholism and it was affecting his work and one time he like pissed his pants in the office yep. and yep. don was all like y'all shut up and leave him alone yeah you give a man his privacy. He's, is is like, Fred Rumson? It's this guy right here. Fred. Oh, him. Rumson. Oh, the, Mur- Bill, the Murray. Murray brother. Yeah. yeah. Joel. Joel Murray. Joel Murray. And I want to, before I go move on to one of y'all, I just want to say Lane Pierce. 
Lane Price. Or I'm sorry, Lane, Lane Price, one of my runner-ups. Oh, man. Poor Lane. Sad. Oh, God. So, yeah. <laughs> Eleanor, okay. get out. We, we had a minor attack on our equipment, but <laughs> get out. we're okay. We're okay. So it's, right. it's dangling, Justin. It's dangling. Oh. Okay. Uh. I'm dangling. We're all dangling. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Um, what's the... Th- what? And by the way, one more thing. Don Draper's sense of like right and wrong throughout the whole show where he'll like lecture somebody mm. about, you know, you shouldn't be doing that. You know better than that. Yeah. And then his whole just complete infidelity just throughout the whole <laughs> freaking show. And you every time you have to listen to him give some sort of speech like... You know, well, you should have done that. Poor How man. could you not have done that? He what were you thinking? At, well, his second wife, Megan, around so bad. Like that poor girl. What a, that's a sad character. The whole show is very, she's, is very sad. The life of, of it's Meg, a dark show. Yeah, it's very dark. It's a dark show. The only reason why it's so high is because of season seven. Yep. Because it has that last season brings you up a little bit after a lot of shit. I think it brings you up a lot. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. I think in Pete's defense. As a character, if it wasn't like I said, that last season with Pete, I don't like Pete. Oh, I didn't like him for most of the but show. But season seven, yeah, Pete is freaking really like pulls himself out. Seven. He pulls yeah. himself out of the muck. Go ahead, one of y'all. Evan, favorite, favorite character? character, probably Peggy. I think Peggy. I mean, re- usually reacting off of Don, but I, I just think she did such good work being like a. You know, it, all the, 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 the problems we can have about with female characters being characterized on TV and movies, like Peggy Olsen's one of the best characters, period, ever on TV. And, and, and you know, I just think it's the reason any, 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 any anyone of the female persuasion that ha- has problems with Mad Men because it's like, well, the sexism's hard to watch. I'm like, well, just watch Peggy. Watch Peggy and Joan. Yeah. Like, deal with. Well, that's the hard part, though. But they do like they do it very well. But it's still, they have to put up with it. and like strength. Like Peggy's such a strong, like while at the same time being vulnerable and and struggling with shit, relatable shit. Like I don't know, it's just good. It's just she's just so good. It makes I I need to watch uh, the Handmaid's Tale because I know that's supposed to be suit. I've been told it's really, really good too. But very, what about Betty? Very depressing. And just heavy. scratched Betty off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean... Mm. Uh, mm. So I don't like Betty, but I, I wanted to tell you all real quick. I knew I know somebody in my family who, when I was talking about Mad Men with them, she told me that Betty was her favorite character, which uh, she, shocked me. Well, she reminds me of my grandmother a lot. Like my my mom. She's like mom. Betty is so strong and independent. Some no. of the some of the hang ups and some of the like. Is she really independent though? Yeah, I don't think she is. No, I don't feel. I never felt that. Nope. It's tough for me to. I felt like she was dependent on she Don. Was, and she and, was well, she, on and she was instantly went to social, Francis, yeah. giving into a lot of social pressure and social expectations. I was not impressed with her. She was. She was. The acting was. She perfect, was. Jer- oh, January Jones is great. I just. I. I bet that her storylines. I feel. But and it wasn't her fault. But whenever they. 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 It, it always. Her storylines always seemed like an aside, to the show. Right. And and they shoved her to the su- after things happened in seasons one and two. They pushed her to a further down the lineup. They did for sure. Uh, but I feel like 
basically her and Sally and what's his name? Uh, uh, Bobby. Her, Sally, and Bobby, was it, they were shown just to show the effects of Don on them. Yeah. You know. They were secondary characters to show how Don's behavior can have repercussions throughout a family. Yeah. You know? Sally Sally was probably the out of those out of the Don's family, Sally was the best. Sally was awesome. Whenever Don did a big no no in like season six or five and Sally got involved in it, I won't I'm trying to be vague. Right. But and that whole tension that Linda lasted Carlini. like the, that whole tension that lasted two or three episodes between Don and her and how she real, started to realize that her parents were kind of gross and yeah. unethical. But it was cool to watch, right? Well, even before that, in the earlier seasons, didn't she walk in on some infidelity? That was That's hard. what I'm referring to. That was hard to watch. That was towards the, that was towards the later end of Where the show. It? Yeah, she was older. Okay. I mean, she was still way too young to yeah. have been walking in on that, yeah. but she was more of like a 12 or 13-year-old. I thought it was with Dr. Rosen's wife. I thought that was earlier. That's no. late, man. They, they got introduced later. That's the dark period I'm talking about. Okay. Dr. Rosen's wife is that arc, yeah. in my opinion, is the dark... Like, that. If you, if you think the show is dark, once you get to that season with that oh, little thing man. with Don and her... That's the hardest that, thing to it, watch. That hit me hard when when I saw that when she walked in, and her face. I was just like, the act. It was too much. Oh, it was too much. And they finally showed the how terrible it was, yeah. and the reactions of Don, and the reactions of his uh, the, the doctor's wife. Yeah. And I can't believe we're just calling her the doctor's <laughs> wife. But that's all I got right Sylvia. now. <laughs> Sylvia. Sylvia. Yeah. There you go. But yeah, that was tough to watch. Ooh, man. And it was cool because then that developed Sally Moore. Sally yeah, as a did. character, yeah. Yeah. Um, she character. found a little sympathy for her dad, I think. She felt was, sorry for him in some yeah. ways. She realized how flawed he how was. flawed yeah. and lonely. And it was that later episode. It was like where it was Valentine's Day or something. He or was dropping her off at, back at school. Yeah. And, and, and she said, I love you, Dad. And I was like, oh. Yeah, because before that, they were on talking oh, terms they, yeah. and there was nothing to say. Right. Don was like, "What the fuck do I yeah. do?" And you know, when she said it, though, I, I like, I teared up. I was like, "Oh man!" Because they did a great job with yeah. that whole thing. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, wow, good stuff. Uh, my favorite character, I believe, is Roger Sterling. Roger, Roger. I love Ro- that. Roger's got a book that he's got a tape recording, and he goes in his office, and you can hear the whiskey with the ice in it swirling while he's talking. <laughs> um, he was always just so entertaining. Everything he did was entertaining to watch Roger. Yeah. He's my favorite character. Uh, his LSD trip like is unforgettable. Opens a bottle of champagne and there's just an orchestra playing inside it. <laughs> you know, uh, and I feel like, I don't know, he's just a strong character. He is a strong he's, character. He's charming, but he's also flawed. Um, he's Tony Stark's dad. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know. I, he's just my favorite character. I really enjoyed watching him on screen. He was a lot more sociable. Well, he was accounts, so he was supposed to be... A salesman. Salesman. Yeah. And um, I really liked... Roger was a fun character, 
but you still got to see that he his actions oh, also yeah. led to a bunch of his family life wasn't great. Right. I mean, season seven he found, ironically enough, it's an interesting little twist how the characters work out at the end with Roger and who I, he ends up with. But I mean, as much yeah. as as much as Cooper was kind of way beyond his prime, Roger was just like a little bit. But behind, you know, like out of his prime, the fifties were his heyday. Yeah, yeah. And so he was kind right. of on the downslope in the business world, and Don was like the guy. You know, I think the show did a you know good job of showing. You know, if you think when you start to show, you think they're going to glorify infidelity, alcoholism, cigarettes, whatever. But really, that's they're doing the opposite. Yeah. I mean, if you think about all the stuff that happens with Roger and what Roger gets with that young girl marries her Mm -hmm. and look at how that ended up. Yeah. That was very realistic. What they portrayed how their life was at home and how it quickly went from honeymoon period to reality. Yeah. You know, they're not even have nothing in common. They're not even close to being compatible. I thought this show did a good job of showing how real that was. Wasn't she is. like his daughter's age or something? Yeah. She was very young. Very young. Yeah. But then the daughter had a problem. It was, it was neat. It was neat. And it was, yeah. that was one of the things Don was like, what are you doing, Roger? You embarrassing yourself. Yeah. And I'm still like, <laughs> I'm still like, really, Come dude? On, Don. Don, yeah. Come you, on, Don. You're talking shit Don. to Roger. Go ahead. Embarrassing yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Get all that yeah, these judgy, weird that little. John Ham has a good judgy face. Yeah, he's got that weird. That was the thing about Donnie. He, always, he judged people and he had no yeah. room. And, I mean, Roger with the whole Roger with uh, Megan's mom arc was. Oh, know, yeah. That's what I was referring to the, the ending. The, the, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just, I love him. All right, Evan. Peg, oh, Peggy. Okay. Yeah, Peggy. Now we got to go to who do we dog? Henry Francis. It. Like, here's the one change in Mad Men. Like, have Betty married to somebody that's tied to the main group of fucking characters. Henry Francis was boring, and there was nothing. Or here, oh, okay, if she's going to marry a politician, make it an interesting character. Henry Francis was a drip. Like, every time that (laughs) Betty and January Jones' portrayal of Betty, there were some great scenes with her and Sally. Like, I, 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 some relatable stuff. But hit when when she marries that dude, like the only purpose Francis has, what a waste of a good character. You get a bounce. You all he did was bounce. Sal, yeah, he was just there for other characters to bounce off. He he wasn't just wasn't good. He was a portrayal of Henry Francis was a hollow, hollow, just waste, waste of a waste of a potentially really fascinating. Like, what if she'd married somebody else in the office or somebody that knew Don or anything? Like, every time they'd go to the the house that the you know with the Henry Francis, the Francis estate, Francis. like I, I just yeah. He was he was a black. He was the single solitary God, thread yeah. I can pick in that show. As 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 I did not like whatever the fuck that guy's name is. Uh, uh, Christopher Stanley Henry Francis. Fuck that guy. What else has he been in? Uh, Probably nothing. Not Mad Men. Zero Dark Thirty. Argo. Oh, a bunch of fucking <laughs> plays like a spy guy. Um, what he was garbage. Garbage. Is that your pick too, Taylor? I want to try to say somebody else just to differentiate. Dude, but, I'm looking. I'm really but, seriously but looking. But honestly, I can't think of anybody. I can't. 
Disagree. The- <laughs> Henry Francis, to me, you know, and I get it. You know, if you like Don, like I like Don, and I know a lot of people don't like Don for good reason, but I like Don overall as a character. So, of course, like, I'm not going to like Henry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's a douchebag. He's the anti-Don. Yeah. He made life more difficult at times. Actually, it was mainly Betty. To be fair to... Betty was a good character. No, she was a good character. Any, I don't have any to be, But Betty. she was the one being a prick. Later on, Francis is kind of like, Betty, what, what's wrong with you? Yeah. Like, Don's trying to be pleasant and try to work within and she's still being a bee and right. it's kind of like yeah even he was like what the hell's wrong with you right. now i know why don you know yeah. left you <laughs> you know but even with that little tidbit of like oh finally francis does something that i can agree with i still don't like him right he did he act it wrong i just didn't like i, I like hey if you just said hey ooh, betty gets he's the most politician he, cool man that's cool but they didn't use it to great. He's effect. the most meat. Well, Betty used it for like the women's yeah. political, but it I it didn't really. It, it wasn't. It was probably the weakest. I was always waiting for him to get back to the. It was the we- back to the office. Yeah, it was the yeah. weakest link, I think, to the whole. And thing. not all the home was, life stuff. Like whenever, no, they no, went no. To, whenever they went to the Campbells, it was always. It's specifically you know, Henry Francis. It's not the home life or Betty. Because some of that stuff I, you needed to see to understand Don and to understand, and like I said, Sally on her own was just interesting to watch grow up, and you got to see. I mean, do you think Henry would have been a bear? Like, okay, I, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. Don basically ruined Betty for anyone else, I think. Yes, that's accurate. And so the way Henry has to be in the show is because of that. Like, he can't be. Although, briefly, real quick. When you say Don ruined Betty. Yeah. Keep in mind, the end of season one, Betty is the one that's being like, how could you hide this from me? And didn't even try to understand Don's perspective of how big of a, of who he was. Yeah. You can view that in different ways. I get Betty's perspective and I, I, she did nothing wrong. Right. Cause that's way too big of a secret but to, to have her. But at the same time, she didn't even make an effort, really. Yeah. She was just like, you're out. Yeah, you're right. out. Get out. Get out. And that was it. And so you when you say you that- respect her goddamn I think Don, Don wanted to be with her. Yeah. Wanted to try- I mean, obviously, Don was you know mm-hmm. sleeping around, but- Obviously. In, yeah, obviously. obviously. Don's completely- But he did that with everybody. Yeah. That wasn't against. That's nothing personal with Don. Don just can't help himself. He's that no, flawed. He can't help himself. <laughs> <laughs> he can't help himself. You know, you can't blame him. He can't help himself. Well, oh. I get it. Belittling sex addiction, but I'm no, just no, saying, no. I just, I just like. No, he could have. He's just an asshole. He is, but you do know once you know where he came from, like where he grew up. You can see how sex kind of got a little bit messed up in his head. Yeah. You know, because he was more or less abused at a very early age. That was not consensual. So, yeah, sorry. That's kind of a spoiler. Sorry. I'm I'm not going to say Henry just because y'all both said it. Um, but, But there's also other contenders for me. I mean, Bob Benson was a little too cheery for me. Remember Bob? Yeah, but that's that ended in a pretty yeah interesting um, way. Glenn was always kind of a creeper, 
And anytime I saw him on screen, I was just like creeped out. He he was creepy. He, they made him creepy. Yeah. Even when he took Betty's hair. Yeah. That was weird. But I think Betty appreciated Glenn because he was the only one that re- she felt like probably really loved her. Was like in love with her. You know, he loved her for who she was, I guess. I guess that was the only quality about. You know, so you're saying, uh, it, it, so you, what other runner-ups you got? Um, who, Ted Shaw. Not a fan of Ted. Ted sucked too, yeah. I think I'm not. Ted, to- Ted could have been, Ted could possibly be my runner-up for uh, Dog it for sure. Ted was shitty. I, Ted was only there for like two seasons. Ted was still shitty though. Yeah, I just. Mm. I actually think Megan was shitty. I didn't hate Megan. I didn't hate her. I didn't hate her. Okay, that was a strong. That was a bad way to put Ted's. it. Everybody, I said shitty. Megan was very neutral. Ted was in five seasons. He was thirty-three episodes. See, I didn't mind him that much. I don't know. I did. He was four seasons. He was milk toast. <laughs> I mean, okay, two full seasons, but he was around in the. He was like a background five, character, yeah. not in a lot of it, but I get what you're saying. Yeah, he's he was around for a while. So if I have to pick someone, Henry Francis. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's no, three votes no, for Henry no, Francis. No, I'll go with Ted. Ted's my dog. It. I'm not a fan. Over Henry. Okay. Yeah. Damn. That'd be. It would be close for me. Yeah, I agree. I'm surprised you didn't say Harry Crane. No, I like I liked Harry. No, Taylor. I didn't. Okay, I need to clarify. <laughs> I don't like Harry's personality or anything. Well, the but way his you, char- don't, his you don't character like him he's like a villain. He's a villain. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Yeah, but I still, as a character overall, I liked Harry. I I liked that he was there. Yeah, like Henry Francis. I didn't even want him in the show. You get what I'm saying? Like that's the difference. Right. Harry Harry played his character so well. That I didn't, <laughs> I actually felt a dislike to him. Um, what about I don't, what about Duck Phillips? Duck always <laughs> closing the deal. Another alcoholic. Yeah, uh, I like Duck. Duck because Duck is annoying, and I liked the sort of vil- he was another sort of villainy role. I could also say Salvatore based on the fact that it didn't go anywhere. I it was know, just I done. Just I didn't. Li- I didn't. Salvatore, I didn't though. like that it didn't wrap up in a more satisfying way i thought that was it seemed i thought it was a pro i thought it was it was appropriate yeah but it's at the same time i was like i could have seen them do some more not everything needs to be redeemed sometimes i thought Mad Men did a good job of showing sometimes the world just sucks or ginsburg trying a little too hard to be don you know michael ginsburg oh yeah like i remember he was good he was a good late show addition he was just trying peggy's little click he was to I liked him too. Stan, Stan, and Ginsburg, and yeah. uh, yeah, they'd all. I liked, group yeah, I, Peggy. Peggy and, yeah, and I'll admit that Peggy was way up there on my favorite character list because every time it was Peggy, even after he wasn't in the same office with Don, I still loved it when they showed what she was up to. Right? Yeah, it Peggy, was great. Peggy's, I thought that she was just awesome. Runner-ups for good characters. I I loved uh, Joan. Joan, Joan could have been my Bert favorite. Cooper. If I was not picking one of the main two, I think Joan. I, I love Christina. Hendricks. Ken Cosgrove had a bonus with the eye patch. Can I? 
I liked Ken, but not one of my favorites. He just was kind of there. What about Paul Kinsey with the uh, the Hare Krishna? I remember that. <laughs> A little weird. Trudy. Trudy was good. I thought as a side character, Lane Price was good. It was it was tragic, oh. but I thought it was a good character. I like that actor. He's yeah. in the he's in the expanse. Yeah. He? yeah. Yeah. He's the uh OPA, the, the OPA uh, yeah. guy. Yeah. He's been in a lot of stuff though. I like he's him. a good actor. I like him a lot. Um secretary yeah. wise, yeah, lots of that was a good show. All right, we don't need to go to the okay. cast, boys. Let's put our let's Taylor on that. Well, Taylor's take. Taylor's take. It's time for Taylor's take. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. No, sir. <laughs> oh, sorry. Everyone in the room just shook their heads when you uh, did that. fuck. Um, so 8.6 out of 10 IMDb. We got ourselves. <laughs> sorry. Uh, rank number 133. Doggett Club has it ranked number one. IMDb has number it ranked one. 133 out of all time. Number one. It won five Golden Globes. It won another 132 awards, and it had 381 nominations. Uh, the Golden Globes were... I'm not going to name all of them. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> People have access to, to Go- Google. Okay, but it won a lot. Best it's a very perf- acclaimed show. Best performance and on and on and on and best television series on and on and on. Okay. It was that show. It was that show. It was that awards show. On um, Rotten Tomatoes, uh, 94% overall, 96% audience score. Uh, Let's see. Mad Men. I'm I'm not going to read all of them because they all have a critical consensus. I'm going to go up and then I'll read a a few, a couple. Season 1, 84%. It's your take. You do what you want. Oozing evocative early 1960s ambience, Mad Men is a sly, subversive look at the American workplace that radiates class wit in an undercurrent of disaffection. Ambiance, Taylor, not ambience. What did I say? Ambience. Oh, I'm sorry. Ambiance. Sorry, (laughs) folks. I always fuck it up. But uh, then uh, season two, 100%. The second season of Mad Men delves deeper into the personal lives of its characters without sacrificing the show's trademark, droll humor, and period atmosphere. Uh, season three, ninety-seven percent. Season four, ninety-four percent. Season five, ninety-seven percent. Season five, critical consensus with its brilliantly crafted characters, razor-sharp writing, ambitious, sweet Mad Men continues to surprise and unsettle. Unsettle for sure. Ninety-eight percent. Season six. Ooh. The passage of time has done little to dull Mad Men's rich cast of characters who continue to confound. And then season seven, just eighty-nine percent, the lowest. Wow. Not that it's terrible, but yeah, just in time to rekindle viewers' interest, Mad Men gets back on track for one last season, revisiting its steady, deliberate pace and style on its way to a sure-to-be compelling climax. And it did. Yeah. I've heard people put up arguments that they don't like the end, and I'm like, I think the end is perfect. You know, Business Insider uh, wrote an article on the 10-year anniversary uh, two years ago and the headline says, Why 10-Year-Old Mad Men is Still the Best Show to Come Out of Television's Golden Age. And there's a bunch of reasons. So somebody does agree with this. The, the twist never drove the narrative. Every character's memorable. They never... That was. It didn't treat the audience stupidly right. at all. Uh, like that just said, the twist was never narrative. I like that. The uh, One of them just says, Pete Campbell, uh, Peggy and Don's relationship, the writing, 
Every episode feels like a short story. It's rich. It's rich without sacrificing style. The performances. Although the show takes place over 50 years ago, it's completely relatable. Yeah. Is the super last is. one. Especially Peggy. I, I mean, think Peggy's one of the most relatable characters that's ever been on TV. This article is probably worth a read, but I, I was just going over the subtitles. Um, but yeah, I mean, obviously there's some people that do think it's the best show. TV Guide had it ranked 21st of all time in 2013. I think that's the interplay that, that's fascinating. You have Don, who's not really relatable at all. Like, Don's circumstances are extraordinary. And Peggy is such an, like, relatable everyman our age, you know, 30s, Entering 20s, that 30s, world. trying to get their feet under him. Just a regular person. And Don is a fucking space alien, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And it's those two finding this weird bond. There was just really, really good chemistry. Yeah. So both both it, from the actor's perspective and, like, the character's perspective, Don and Peggy drove the show. Everything else is window dressing. I think the Peggy I wouldn't say not window. window dressing, but like it's <laughs> that's like it's so extra. reductive. It's ex- it's it's it, 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 I think the two of them. That's that's, that's the show, and everything I else is, is delicious extra. I think that <laughs> I think I I truly I think that that Don and the the interplay of Don and Peggy and their arcs are the two main tracks of that show. Without a doubt, everything revolves around. I, I feel like beautifully spirals off of the those two center planks. I, that's I, th- I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I think I kind of agree, but not as strongly. I, I think I do. I was gonna say I agree with that. Peggy, I think without those re- two, Peggy is the relatable main character. Like I in a lot, of, you know how in a lot of movies. You're in a weird world, and then they they you start following a character, and they're relatable. Yeah. They do that on purpose. They make the I main character someone that you can kind of say, "Oh, I kind of." I think the show would have ended up very almost aimless. A lot of very good aimless stuff, if not for the fact that Don and Peggy, both both John Hamm and Elizabeth Moss, just like. It would have been like couldn't a, have a, nailed it any a, harder and better, and their characters couldn't have meshed any better, and they couldn't have acted it any better. And I think without that, it would have just been a very good show. I think it would have been a little farther down. It, would it have wouldn't have. The, the reason post- it's number one is those two people putting in those two performances and those char- two characters being written so well. The rest of the characters and cast are wonderful and gorgeous and the sets are gorgeous and great, but uh, I mean, those two... that I mean, it made those two's careers. I think that... Uh, like, it, those without, two the the, most, without those two characters, it probably kind of would have been like a postmodern art piece yeah, where it it's just been like a, a couple like, hey, toilets stacked and they say, yeah, it was artistic. It was visually captivating. But but I mean, I, John Hamm and Elizabeth Moss are just that was it's stunning. In 2016, uh, Mad Men really Rolling Stone released a top 100 TV shows, and Mad Men was number four, uh, only to Breaking Bad, The Wire, and The Sopranos were uh, above it. Okay, like the, <laughs> the Sopranos, the I know Evans about to talk about. So. Going off of that, just in September 2019, The Guardian, a UK publication, I believe, uh, ranked the show third of 100 best TV shows of the 21st century. Behind what? It doesn't say. (laughs) The fucking wire. I have the Sopranos. Sopranos. (laughs) 
or Breaking Bad. I'm about to find out though because I just pulled the article. Up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sopranos. Wait. Oh gosh, I have to scroll all the way down. I do. I'm scrolling down, everybody. 31 is Blue Planet. It's a random fact. The Handmaiden's Tale is 25. Isn't Blue Planet number one on IMDb's list? Atlanta's number or is 10. Or Band of Brothers, something up there like that. All right, so I'll, on this UK Office 6, yeah, you can tell this is a UK publication, yeah. uh, Breaking Bad 5, The Thick of It 4, Mad Men 3, here's The Wire 2, yep. Sopranos. The Sopranos 1. I called it. Why does the Sopranos, so the Sopranos, God, we did an episode. Hey, of hey, it's a great hey, show. I think Maggie. people put it on that pedestal because it was it was the first. Have they rewatched it and compared it with with probably, Mad Men and with wa- the Wire? Hey, probably not. Probably not. But I I feel like that's and why. The fact James Gandolfini died. It's because it. Well, I don't think that's why. I, I think now they, they, you know, whenever somebody dies, <laughs> oh, they, they put them up on, on a, and they give. Oh, he was. Is that what no. they did? With oh, he, he was. That's what they did with brilliant. Yeah, I don't know. Put him on a pedestal. I just, I, I think that's put why though, is because the Sopranos and the Wire birthed an era of TV that it created what we're watching now. All these great, well, we should, great we shows. Should Charlie Chaplin's movies should be. Still number one. Honestly, though, I really have a strong opinion of era of movies. When people put Sopranos like this list as the Guardian, they put Sopranos in the Wire as one and two. Yeah. And they have Sopranos above the Wire. It really bothers me. Well, like the Rolling Stone putting Breaking Bad above Mad Men. Breaking Bad. I feel that that's a cultural. It is. Like, because Breaking Bad was in the. Everybody was watching it like Walking Dead. It wasn't because Breaking Bad was a better show. It was a good show. It was a really damn good show. But I'm just saying it's Except that it keeps moving down our list. (laughs) But in the eights, (laughs) we just shave off a point one here and there. But I I think, yeah, I think the... You know what's remarkable at Mad Men? We've never even talked before about downgrading it. We we had... there, There was an afterglow and no one even budged. We just... There was never a question. Yeah. Um, the only show that I thought could dethrone it, and I think we all, all would agree, was Game of Thrones at one point. And they did. Uh, they, oh, they, this is so interesting edit history. This is a, a roller coaster ride, Evan. Uh, oh, my Breaking Bad? Okay, so. <laughs> <laughs> I got to hear this. February 26th, 2015, 9.1, Breaking Bad. Uh, February 26th, 2015, you moved it up to, same day, later that day, you moved it up to a 9.4. Later that same day, 9.2. Later that same day, a 9. <laughs> and then an 8.9. Uh, three months later, 8.7. Uh, let's see. what one, one month later, 8.76. A little higher. March 17th, 2017. This is two years later. You moved it up from an 8.76 to a 9. You were just like, you know what? You know what? Yeah, I think it is a 9. I think it's a 9 show. Uh, Mar- 9.1 a year later point one, <laughs> 9.1 uh, April 17th that was a month after that 8.75 down from a 9.1 <laughs> that was the initial down problem. to an 8.68 that's where it sits yep amazing I think that's the one probably the show with the most changes on our list 
Yeah. For, probably for both of you guys. Probably. <laughs> I haven't looked at mine, but I imagine it's similar to, to that. Yeah. Jesse, we've got to cook, Jesse. Well, why, sir? Your cancer seems to be gone. We don't have any money. I don't know. I don't love know. it. You haven't changed it much, Taylor. 8.5. I love 8. cooking, 7, Jesse. 8.75, 8.7. It was never in the nines for me. Yeah, it never was. I never nines. put it in the nines. Uh, real quick, I was going to go back to Mad Men before we branch off. Yeah. Uh, viewership. So maybe some people in the show don't even know what the fuck Mad Men is because it wasn't very watched. Right. I'm looking at the list right now. The premiere was 1.65 million. The finale, the average viewership was 0.90 million for the first season. 900,000. Yep. And the finale was 930,000. Now I'm just going to go to the averages. Then in season two, 1.52. Then it went to 1.8. Then it went 2.27. Uh-huh. Peaked at 2.61 season five. Then it went back down 2.49, down to 2.01 then all the way down to 2.12. It should be noted that the finale of the show got 3.29 million viewers, though. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people tuned in to see where they characters ended up. Ended up. Yeah. Um, and a lot of the finales had strong openings, like, you know, like season six, the, or, or I'm sorry, the premiere got 3.37 million. So there was, it picked up steam later, but it was not a popular show. Right. No, that's Breaking Bad, too. Most of them start their way. Well, Breaking Bad, the difference is Breaking Bad started with these numbers, but it ended with like 9 million or some yeah. shit, like Walking Dead type numbers. Not Walking Dead numbers, but it was getting 5, 6 million right. type stuff. So It's a good uh, show. Then the last thing is Evan's favorite section of Taylor's take, which is Mad, which is Mad Men Metacritic. Um, our favorite website <laughs> that the, the most useless website <laughs> on the I want to read I want to hear some like they, they low reviews they weighed it um, by the way eight out of 199 reviews Mad Men has an 86 for the overall series that's not a uh, season by season breakdown uh, season one was only a 77 then it went 88 87 92 89 88 85 wow I for Metacritic. think it deserves to be in the 90s. It's still good yeah. for Metacritic because it's hard to get in the upper 80s in Metacritic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, interesting. User reviews. I want to <laughs> hear some of the Y'all want ones. to hear the user reviews? The, I want to hear some of the lower ones. Uh, just, so I just want to hear. You want to hear the lower ones? Yeah. Um, well... There are no user reviews for... There's ratings for the overall show. However, there are for the seasons. What season do y'all want to... I pick a meaty in the middle. A what? A meaty in, in the middle. Sort meaty of. in the middle area. Okay, so uh, let's go to season four. <laughs> oh, I got bad news. They... Metacritic just got worse. Oh, they got no. rid of user reviews? They No, they got rid of like the season. When I click it, nothing happened. It just tells you the episodes now. And they have an overviewed series That's overview now. Why go to Metacritic? So there's only 12 ratings total. I can't believe this for the whole show. Uh, and I can't look at... <laughs> Any of the their, uh, their interface is garbage let's too. See it. Let's wait, wait, wait! I got it. I have to click the overview. I got it. So season four nine point oh, 
416 ratings, and now we're going to dive headfirst into the pits of the internet, and we're <laughs> going to go down to... There's a lot of 10s. I'm just going to tell the audience. There's a shitload of 10s here. Zero. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> Mad Men, this is Ravenous. Don't give their name. <laughs> <laughs> fucking screen name. Madman is poorly written. It spews oh, poorly written. It spews continually lackluster dialogue, and it struggles with one boring plot line after another. The show boasts quite the cast, but this is only underscores how poorly the writers have done in utilizing the talent at their disposal. <laughs> I'm gonna say he one, wrote says a lot. One, says one asshole on the internet. I can't. When I heard it was actually winning awards, I couldn't believe my ears. <laughs> <laughs> Madman is every bit as trite and pathetic as modern movies and music. Style over substance, nothing more. Wow. Wow. Some people walk around with those thoughts in their head. <laughs> That's really sad. I don't enjoy anything. I'm See. baffled that the show receives so much acclaim. Maybe it's for its everyday modern people who are unwilling to connect with others. Such everyday drama seems trivial for people who go out and take risks. I am so interesting. My I, real life is so much more interesting than television. There's only two zeros, guys, in that whole season. You know, it's a very solid television show. I bet you there's not a whole lot of people that dislike it. It's very good. And now I'm going to drop it. Oh. Bum, no. bum, bum. To a 9.78. No. Um, I don't know, guys. I mean, uh, I'm leaving my rating. But, uh, yeah, I'm leaving mine too. That's, uh, well, you know, and folks, we're going to revisit this fucking. Can you look list. at the history of Mad Men for us, Justin? What sure. is it? What does nothing's, it show? No, nothing's changed. Um, so. Maybe something no, did change early in. No, for sure it did change. Um, wow. Uh, okay, so we first rated... So we created the spreadsheet, it looks like, in February 26, 2015. A little bit of history lesson for when all these, our uh, last TV show. Rating started showing rating up. That was uh, four and a half years ago. Um, you started out at a 9.2, deleted it. 9.1, deleted that. 9.2... <laughs> 9.6. That was a rewatch. 9.5. And this is all the same day, by the way. 9.5. <laughs> <laughs> now we're in 2017. Two years later, a 9.8. That was March 20th, 2017. That's where it stayed. That must have been my rewatch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Evan, way back, way back, February 13th. That was even uh, earlier. 9.1. 9.8, May 22nd. Does that mean I was the one that watched it first? No, you didn't. No, oh. I watched the first. You may have finished. You finished it before me, I think, but I started it before. So you. it jumped uh, th three months later from a nine point one to a nine point eight, down to nine point seven a year later, uh, back up to a nine point eight March seventeenth, twenty seventeen, and then and that's it. Yeah. Wow. And mine. Let's see. All the way back and. Uh, you had it at a 9.9 .9 first. I saw that on there. So I started out at an 8.8 .8 to up to 9.3.4.3.9. I had a 9.9 .9 for a little while. No. And then I dropped it down the same day. Uh, so yeah, 9.8 .8 since May 8th of 2017. It is a good show. It's the best show. 
according to our list. The best. We'll revisit this Number list. one. They will revisit the spreadsheet. It'll, it'll pop back up when we talk about certain shows in the, in, in the future. Season three is going to be a little different. It won't be strictly television. We'll have to make a new logo. Ooh. I know. Uh, but it, And a new little intro and a new little tagline, and we'll, we'll get to that, folks. It's going to be fun. Hey, guys, I have Disney+. Plus. Me too. I've watched The Mandalorian. I've watched... And a bunch of... Real bunch quick, of, I was going to say the, act, Disney movies the actors missed. of Mad Men did not smoke real cigarettes. Oh, were they? They smoked ecstasy herbal cigarettes, which are tobacco and nicotine-free. I'm sure it's a lot healthier. Yeah. Not, not really. Tobacco and I'm being sarcastic. Cigarettes. Are they, is that you don't want actors smoking real cig- cigarettes. They get agitated and nervous. I've been on sets where people throw up. They smoke so much. <laughs> When asked what it's like to smoke herbal cigarettes, John Hamm told Vulture, terrible. They taste like a mixture between pot and soap. <laughs> oh, <gosh. laughs> well, wow. that doesn't sound fun. And the boy, howdy, did he have to smoke a lot of those? No wonder they're always just barely grinding through those cigarettes. <laughs> holding it just angrily. I wanted to talk, uh, go back to... Um, our list and talk about what I was saying earlier. What other show last year or the year, but yeah, last year we all thought that maybe the way that game of Thrones would end, it could end up being our top show. Nope. Nope. I think how many seasons did it have? (sighs) Eight. doesn't matter. Eight. Eight. It was at the end of season six that we thought it could be the number one. Cause that was a good season. It was two years ago. Um, what happened? Um, we all know what happened. I know, I know. But I think I when we did our episode, I just want to touch on this. We don't have to spend a lot of time, but we did an episode on Game of Thrones, and we kind of tooted its horn. If you go back to that episode, we're a little bit too chipper, in my opinion, for what we just witnessed. I think we be, defended the show. The reason why we, I think we did that, a, it was a good show. It was overall. It was mostly a good show. Uh, but we were also trying to... Push back. Push back against the hate that was going on on the internet. True. We were, it, was, it was everywhere. The subreddit Free Folk that I enjoyed for a really long time is now just this like Game of Thrones hate circle. It, I, I'm amazed. It's honestly probably one of the most poisonous, shitty fan bases on the internet now is Game of Thrones fans. But I've always it's said for my absolutely for my ratings, I've never incorporated the fan base into the rating. But it, for it's part of it. Like they, it, they just they. There has never been a show where I saw the writers and poison the well so hard. Yeah. In every since, I'm not. I don't think I'm gonna rewatch it. I I'm not excited for the Targaryen show that's coming out. Okay, okay, let's let's go uh, back honestly, to that. You I'm won't. Just, you are not going to rewatch it. Not that anytime. Says, not so anytime soon. Whenever here's my point. Whenever <sighs> we did that episode, we had not realized the gravity of that ending of what it meant for rewatchability. I did. I I knew. I did not. <clears throat> those last fully, couple episodes, I was just like, mm, this is. I, I'll, I'll probably never rewatch it unless someone wants to watch it really me. wants to watch it bad and that's the only way but i the ending is terrible it's a terrible ending 
It's very, and I don't care, George R. R. Martin, if he approved it or not. I don't care. I'll tell George R. R. Martin, you wrote some of the best fantasy books up to the end. Then, if that's your ending, and that's how it's going to go, that's not a very satisfying story. It's not even a good story. Oh, we hint, we hint that Daenerys might be mad early in. Did you pick up on that? No, uh, no, I didn't. No, you just. No, described look, it for like three pages. I think the, I think the ending could have. I think it's it's it would have been fine if there were like four seasons building up to that ending. And I like we said a whole season of Daenerys no, not even being four the seasons, Mad Queen, just a full season. It, it season, needed it needed at least two to three more seasons. Season yeah. seven and eight it was should so have been rushed. big full seasons. They yeah. were warping around. It was so damn rushed. George R. R. Martin says it needed at least twelve. It it was so rushed at the end. Yeah. I can't I can't defend it anymore. No. The the Danny going mad in a three episode arc yeah. after the show was very meticulous and steady paced early in, and then it just jumped the shark to a cheap Hollywood popcorn flick. Yeah. That's how I felt now. That's how I look at those last that isn't to say that all the season was bad. I enjoyed I think there was some innovation there in the end. Uh the long night. Um, it had some really hard to see scenes, but at the same time, it's kind of cool. Got a big undead a, army going into Winterfell. I, but honestly, from a standpoint of the story, the character arc endings for some of my favorite characters, but led to, I, I'm led a, to the. I'm gonna go at it. What do, what do I have? What do I have? Here we go. Here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. What what do I have? Game of Thrones at right now? Nine nine point four five. And what's right below it for me? Battlestar. Okay, it's safe to say for me that Game of Thrones belongs below Battlestar because yep. Battlestar has an ending that I like. It's for me, and I very rewatchable show too. So I know that at some point I will move it at least below Battlestar. Uh, in the it'll it might still be in the nines, That's but what I did. I moved it below Battlestar. It doesn't belong above Battlestar. No. That's for sure. Um, I, I've it doesn't belong above the wire. You might as well just throw it at a nine point two right now, and I can worry about the rest of where it falls later. Well, I'd that, probably start dropping. That makes it even with the expanse. So, but the expanse is a work in progress; could fall off still. So I'm not gonna, I'm not bumping expanse until I see at least one to two more seasons. But what I'm saying is, I mean, are you okay with it being tied with that right now? Yeah, because the expanse it got to where it was. Look, I'm not okay. I don't think that that's. Let me answer that differently. That's not where it will land permanently. Right. I'm. I. I can tell you right now, Game of Thrones is going to be in the eights for me, eventually. It. It's still. I'm still processing it, but it's going to be in the mid eights. I think you should wait until the book comes out. I am rating the show. The show. I am not rating the book. No, it's on the. The book is not going to make up for what the show did at the end. It jumped the shark. Um. I, I don't think it can, Evan, for me. I'm being generous, by the way. 9.2 is too high because I'm never going to rewatch it. That's how bad the, the ending was Star Trek DS9 level. I remember telling you off guys. Off the shark type stuff. I remember telling you guys early in season seven uh, that I noticed that their journeys to different places were going really fast. I mean, most of the show, when you see them, you know, having to go from like King's Landing to Winterfell, 
you would see their journey, like the the way they get there and what they have to go through on the way to get there. But they were just bouncing all over the map, and I'm like, okay, what? And I didn't understand <laughs> the gravity of that change. They didn't have time until you know we got into season eight, and everything just went really, really fast. Because D and D wanted to sign that big hundred million dollar which Netflix they don't, which deal. They don't, well, no, it was a Star Wars deal. That's when they, yeah, but they ended up signing. They have a huge contract right now with Netflix. Right, and they yeah, well, dropped out of the Star Wars. They dropped the Star Wars. They went Netflix. Right. There's a shitload of money on the table for those douches. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. They don't deserve that because, you know what, like we said, you know, I, 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 I know, I know, Evan, you've, if you want to talk a little bit about that, but you watched some of the behind the scenes stuff where they, talked how they didn't really yeah they, they don't they, seem like good dudes they don't seem like, like they, did they read did they read the books didn't you tell me they didn't they, even read yeah the they books? relied they relied on the character they relied on the actors to get across to them their care there's a lot of unspoken but animosity they, the care it seems like the actors on the show were real sour they were making they, they were, were making a lot of excuses yeah. they were like making a lot of excuses Look, for those as two much dudes. as D screwed this up george r mine should take some of the blame for how bad this show ended because he was not involved. Well, he also had no power. Over but how we don't. Long. The HBO made the decisions to to make to make the show. So stay. we, I, my defense of George R. R. Martin, you could be correct, Justin. But we don't know that. True. It he could have been have, that I George don't think R. R. He has any power. George R. R. Martin could have been trying for the last couple of years to be like, please, guys, let me write, help y'all. And then the HBO is like, no. The executive producers, they say they want to be out and you, you're wanting to do five more seasons. They don't have time. Find more producers. See, that's what I would have done. I would have taken a huge risk if I was HBO. You got a landmark series and you're going to leave, let them rush the ending? Yeah. I mean, that tainted it. It, t- it tainted HBO a little bit for me too because it, it merged right into when at and starting to throw up. Hey, we're eight. Yeah. What do they call themselves now? HBO. at and now or whatever. And HBO is like HBO Plus, and it has a bunch of. I think Friends are. It's going to be on there and oh, stuff. Friends? What? I don't know. They got something. <laughs> <laughs> they got. They got some sitcom they're throwing on there from like the nineties. Oh, I don't know. know. It just. It doesn't. That's not HBO anymore. <laughs> and I just thought it would be a good little footnote because it was sort of the runner-up show, and now the runner-up show is. Probably like, what is the runner-up show? Battlestar or something? Well, uh, on average. On uh, our average? Um, Battlestar. So our list now reads, after doing all the reviews we've done throughout this season, number one is Mad Men, two, Battlestar Galactica, 2003, whatever, three, B- Game of Thrones, four, Stranger Things, five, Expanse, Doctor Who, The Wire, Always sunny, halt and catch fire. Immediately Twin when you peaks. get to Doctor Who, though, it's it's where the where the where the where the it's skewed a little because it's only two. Yeah, I mean you can't really include Asterisk. that in the, in the consensus top ten. Asterisk. So. Uh, I gave it to y'all. I don't have it read anymore. So I mean, I would say the wire. It's always sunny, halt and catch fire, Twin Peaks, and Maisel at this point. Although Taylor has that pretty low compared to us. I'd cut it off at Twin Peaks with an asterisk by Doctor Who. Yeah, because yeah, Twin. I think Twin Peaks was the last. We have a f- pretty strong consensus up above that. that the above five. Maisel. That's why Doctor Who is such a weird outlier. Sorry, guys. 
Good job, Taylor. <laughs> so now, uh, so what have y'all been watching? Fuck, man. Um, Ivy, been... Ivy just keeps knocking them out of the park for me. My wife keeps introducing me to just good show after good show after good show. Yeah, every time I talk to Evan, it's a new show that it's like, oh we're, my we're god, we're blasting through it, man. Yeah. Like with all these period dramas, with Doubt and Abby. Well, first, Good Place, which is. Good. Uh, call, uh, then it was Doubt Nabby, then Call the Midwife, and now we're watching Anne with an E. And it is so good. I'm going to have to write that down. Anne with an E, Taylor. Yeah, man. Um, I've been really into Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Uh, Quack. What a great show. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard Odo talk like that, by the way. <laughs> No, no, that's uh, 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 the Grand Nagus. Yeah, oh, okay. Quark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The from from episode one, they oh, just, Quark. Every episode is strong. I like. I have not found an episode I haven't liked since I've started it. A Marine, and two more. A la Marine, <laughs> and three more. Yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> You have to play the game. <laughs> I it I haven't done a rewatch of DS9, but I do remember it being very good, yeah. especially seasons two through four. four. So I just started watching season three, but season two, just every episode. You're you're in the middle of some good stuff. I I just can't believe how much like each episode has weight and. I just love. There's certain pairs. Obviously, that's how Star Trek is. You find the pairs that you like. O'Brien and Bashir. Yeah, um, good stuff. Bashir and Garrick. Kira and Dax. Kira and Ducat. Cisco and Dax. Cisco and uh, well, obviously Cisco and Jake. Odo and Quark. Rom and Quark. Yeah. And, and oh my gosh. But good bat, like I was saying before, Gulducat and Vedic Win are two of the best Star Trek bad guys. Oh yeah, period. The card, just the Cardassians in general. Gulducat, Vedic Gulducat, Vedic Win is no longer Vedic Win. She's the Kai. Oh yeah, Kai Win. Sorry, I was trying not to be spoilery. No, it's yeah, we spoil. I mean, we don't spoil for each other, but Kai Win. She's the Kai now. My child. But I'm just. There's so many like. There's so much philosophy that's going like this one guy left his planet and created like a holographic village of the people he knew. And it was so like they had children and he like he has a grandchild who's a hologram. It's I don't know. The whole show so far is really good. So it's just Star Trek, man. Voyager is good. Just, I mean, it's all good. Star Trek. I just, I can't. There's not a Star Trek property I wouldn't be like, yeah, man, fucking watch it. It's great. I'm an Enterprise. I'm, I'm just like, yeah, man. I was asking Taylor this the other day. Netflix is removing Star Trek the animated series. Have you ever watched the animated series? I've jumped around. Okay, I, through it. Uh, it's 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 a '60s cartoon. Yeah, like it's it's, it's like watch, it's like watching Scooby Doo. I just know it's, that it's your rough. your claim is that you've watched all Star Trek, all live action Star Trek. Okay, all live action Star Trek things. I have consumed. every movie oh, and every, every show. movie and every yeah. live action show. I have completely and I'm pretty utterly. Consumed. I'm close. Yeah, I'm I'm just missing Enterprise. Enterprise. 
Enterprise in this full second season of Discovery, right. and I'll be there. But you, you, you would probably enjoy Enterprise. Oh, I know I would. I'm gonna watch it. Don't because, yeah. like I said, my I can tell you right now, my favorite character in Enterprise is the guy that plays uh, the that's the same actor that played Wayun in DS9. The oh, the founders, that guy. Right. He plays an Andorian, the blue guys with the little antennas. Uh huh. One of my favorite Star Trek characters ever. <laughs> He's so good. So I'm, I'm waiting for Q to show up again on Deep Space Nine. First of all, uh, oh, when, when he punched Q in the face, did yeah, you see that? That was yeah. fucking good. What one. do I have? Picard uh, never punched me. I'm not Picard. Right. What have What does Voyager have versus uh, DS Nine for me? My, my What are my ratings? Let me sort it here. I'm, I mean, I I don't know what I got him at. Star Trek DS Nine is a seven point three one. What do I have? Voyager. Voyager is not rated. Fuck. Uh-oh. It's, it is time. You need to put one down there, it buddy. It is time. So one thing I have real quick on while we're on the Star Trek train, why do I have DS9 so much lower than TNG? So Evan? let's read your note and find out. <clears throat> so <laughs> the last couple seasons started to lose me, but it was but it still was good. Uh asterisk edit colon. More like the very last season, TBH, <laughs> even if the middle was still the strongest. I edited it to say it's more like the very last season. The more <laughs> and then if you could edit it, again, be like, really the last two, two episodes. episodes yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it belongs. Honestly, DS9, I got the ending is weird and everything, but it's still Star Trek. Yeah, it should be a little higher. I think I would. Where do I have uh, Star Trek The Next Generation? Next generation a is higher. a lot higher. It doesn't eight point five four. That's ridiculous. Tough call here, but very good show and my favorite Star Trek. Although no, I haven't seen much else. Exactly, there are so many episodes and so damn good despite the quantity. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> so I think honestly, I think actually in retrospect, I think Voyager and DS Nine are cons- more consistently high quality. I, but I, agree. I, I agree so far with DS9. I think it's higher quality than TNG. Yeah. TNG, to be fair, was the blueprint the f- of, modern of, all star, of, right. of modern Star Trek. But, but uh, how much does that count? I'd- but I'm also... So uh, I, I, I told Evan this the other day. I'm thinking because we want to start season three soon of the podcast, <laughs> we should probably binge the rest of TNG on our own and make way for the things that we want to watch uh, to do this next part. It's true. Um, but also I've been, t- I've been thinking myself that because we've watched Star Trek over the span of what, two years now, like I haven't really taken it all in. Like I usually do shows when I binge them. So I'm probably going to rewatch TNG on my own. Like the whole thing. You should finish it up because yeah, you got. Well, yeah, I'm going One to. thing I'm going to regret is we don't get to watch some of the movies together. That's what season three is going to be about, my friend. I know, but it's I'm talking movies. about Star Trek. First, yeah, we can first talk about contact. Some Star Trek. We can talk about some no. Star Trek movies, we'll, baby. We'll find some time to watch We're going to have too. a little bit of loose. Hey, but when I we think... get to the years that those movies are made, we can talk about. I don't know. We can talk about it. We can do whatever episode we want. But season three. I think if we binge the rest of the series on our own. We can watch the movies together. We can do a Star Trek movie special. Yeah. Yeah, because that's the part I... I've enjoyed watching it with y'all, but we just haven't had time lately. Right. And I want to watch the movies with y'all still, yeah. though. No, we will. We will. That'll be part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. So, so, Justin, finish off the last 
season, season and, and a half. half. Yeah. And then when you're done, let Evan and I know, and we can watch the movies together. Okay. Generations. So Taylor Voyager, you want to rate it? Uh, for right now, I'm gonna go ahead and put Voyager at a seven point nine. So I that's a, that's above an, DS9 for sure. I have it at an 8.15. And Evan, you have DS9 at a 7.58. So yeah. Uh, you, you know what? What am I doing? Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Whoa. I don't know, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Star Trek. Taylor, I lo- Taylor I, put your pants back on. I, lo- I, lo- <laughs> I love Star Trek. So what am I doing is what I'm saying. Like, put Voyager and, and put DS9 at like 8.3. Wait. Voyager first. Voyager put it at an 8.33. And DS9? Put DS9 like at an 8.1. No, put it at 8.2. 8.21 or something like that. Oh, all right, let's know. see where we stand. I'll leave my beef right now. 8.2 DS9. controversial. And 8.33 Voyager. Not controversial. I have a different way i judge star trek than you because you have the original series in the eights and i have it in the sevens well, but right, make, i you know what make my ds9 an eight eight just eight make it an eight and that may be where it really belongs but for now i'm leaving mine with voyager just a little bit ahead of that i'm leaving t and g where it's at and i'm leaving of course the original series the original series 8.58 right now for evan yeah it's 7.59 for taylor yeah, I take a lot of points off for season three. It's bad, and it's rough. It's just haven't hasn't held up fully. But yeah, so Voyager's better than DS Nine for both of y'all. Yeah, a little Me bit. Me by only point one five. Not by much. I mean, they're they're very they're much. the same. You'll like both. They're the same. You'll like Voy- you like T- DS Nine, so you're gonna really Justin. Gonna I, I I'm just telling you, I love Voyager. Yeah, I mean, I. I had a great time watching there's, that the last few months. There's coffee in that nebula. And it's something easy to watch like DS9. It's not... So, which brings me to... We're talking about what we're watching. I'm watching Star Trek Discovery. Fuck yeah, yeah dude. So, Star, Star Trek Discovery, especially season one, and I'm just now getting to season two, but it's not what we're used to. You like how season one ended? Yeah. Pretty I, good line. I, I like it. Little I thought. Thing. I thought they kind of. I thought it climaxed actually two episodes, three episodes before the actual finale of the season. But I was still okay with that because I thought some of the stuff that happened three episodes before that finale. It's wild. Was fucking that show, wild. That show consistently like made in season two will blow your brain out of like your head. Jeez. It's, it's a lot. Freaking it's a very lo- divisive show. I love Captain Lorca. But anyway, uh, I loved Captain Lorca. Um, I I did. I I like so Discovery. Just real quick, I came right from Voyager. I kind of smirked in our <laughs> Doggett Club text and made Evan think I might watch Homeland or something right. again. And then I'm like, oh, I'm watching uh, Discovery. Discovery. And I'm glad I did. Um, There is a few things I'll say. I think sometimes it feels a little forced with it's super high quality. But every now and then I'm kind of like they're. It's almost like they're trying too hard in certain areas. I don't know how to be more specific right now. But um, overall, I'm freaking on like all the stuff that people have said so bad about it. I'm like, what are you talking about? This is rated... I get to an episode, it says TVMA mm-hmm. with warnings of graphic violence I and was gore. Shocked. Some At- of the scenes, there's torture. There's 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 blood. One of the scenes you see a Star Trek 
uh, one of the characters on on the starship Discovery say holy fuck. You know, you don't see, yeah, that's the first time I yeah. think that's been done maybe. I don't it's, think any of the movies wild. have you no, done. They've never been any cursing. Well, in I, the in the movies was there any blood? In the in the TNG the movies, in the TNG, very a little bit, a little PG-13, bit, thirteen, a little bit more in the old original series movies. Because you know, watch TNG, watch DS Nine, and when they get hit with phasers or something, uh, there's no blood. No, this is like <laughs> this is the opposite of that. This is they're using weapons, technology, and ways. How much, that how it, much more excited are you for Picard? Oh, way more now that you've way watched more. Discovery. Well, because and because before that, I'm just like, eh, Discovery. It's just bullshit, you know. People say it's not even Star Trek. Okay, first of all, it is Star Trek. It's just a different way of telling it. That's how I would put it. I don't know what, how you would put it, Evan. Maybe not a reimagining. Just like it's just more like kind of. It is still when the, you go on the bridge and you hear that the Star Trek cadence sounds. Yeah. You know, you hear the one from the old show, right. the same sound effect. Kind of the hum. It anchors you and you, yeah, yeah that wee, 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 wee. Yeah. That sound reminds and you. And the doors, the doors, the shh. And the doors. It's the same but as the original series. Sometimes if you're watching it, it does feel like you're just watching a sci-fi show. Right. Because it feels more like I'm watching Battlestar Galactica reimagined. Maybe that analogy could be made that the old campy Battlestar Galactica from the late 70s, early 80s. And this is sort of the reimagined Star Trek analogy. Yeah, like, I I think uh, Michael Burnham's a great character. I continuity, like she's great. Hard continuity. I, I think I love all the Klingon, like the season one Klingons. They roll back some of the choices they made with the Klingons. They're red. They already started with rolling the hair. It. They're already they, they starting to make yeah, them look a little it, bit yeah. more like they. There was the they. They definitely responded to the fans going oh when they changed the Klingons so much. They definitely like that was the most. <laughs> it was like jarring. a lot of scenes like that. What, what's hilarious is that when y'all are talking about these Klingons, I mean early Klingons, obviously, I'm all that's going through my head is the. The guy, the Klingon who owns the restaurant on DS9, who's singing opera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've gone a long way from the opera singing Klingon to discovery like strange Sa- savages, bug monster. And I heard one of the things I heard. I just want to make clear: Discovery, they say it starts slow. I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah, it starts the with a wild. fucking wild battle. Yeah. With and then you're blown away by the first of all, I was like, What am I watching? Is this a movie or is this a show? Yeah, because then you know you're in the golden age of television right. and Star Trek has adapted accordingly. Yeah. And then I'm thinking, Holy shit, I'm watching like golden age of television and Star Trek right now. I mean, and I love Star Trek, what, and that's what it is. When was the last like when did Voyager what was the last uh Star Trek show on TV? Enterprise was that after Voyager? Uh, Enterprise? Enterprise, yeah, Enterprise. And when did that end? Like. 2006 is my guess. There was a there was a Star Trek desert, other than the movies. Like that's that's yeah, it's been it's a, been like a decade. A, there was a Star Trek desert. It's amazing that they went that long without making a TV show. And by the way, another thing I found out: a lot of people are like, "Oh, Star Trek Discovery, it sucks." Blah blah blah. Okay, you might get the impression nobody's watching it. I looked it up. It is off the charts. It's the for thing CBS that, Access. It's the it thing is selling it. CBS yeah. Access. It yeah. is making CBS Access, and that's why they greenlit Picard. Yeah. Don't get this illusion that oh nobody likes it. 
there's a the critics there's, love it. Yeah. Star Trek, it's like in the nineties on Rotten Trek Tomatoes. Purebred Star Trek people like are, are angry that it's not like Captain Slug, Stardate Pipe, both deck two pops. And they're also this time and we're going to fight the boogeyman. You have monster. incels just, out there that are mad that there's a gay. There's two gay, gay men in men the first season, and, and, and a black lady is the lead character, and there's not like a. Yeah, it's, it's fucking Star Trek, is what I have to. They were always on the cutting edge. They were. If you're mad and you're uh, about some progressive social thing, you're, you're 300 asshole. years in the future. Get over it. Like I'm watching. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how kind of TNG was kind of with the women. It was kind of mm, questionable. Yeah, very. Um, you know. Deep Space Nine was released in '93. It came out in '93. Sadly, it's not devoid of, and, of lady shit on controversy too. But there's a black man as the commander. Mm-hmm. There's a woman as the highest ranking Bajoran on the station. Right, like Kira. They made jumps from the TNG. stories got on screen got better, but sadly the backstage shenanigans were worse. Mm-hmm. Like there was, uh, you know more about that. We never, a, that's another thing. There's a watch. writer, a writer that forced one of the eventually one of the female cast members disappears from the show, and that happened with TNG as well with Beverly Crusher, the actress. Yeah. she had a an it issue. Might with even the, be the same guy, like because I know a lot of the writers jumped over from TNG to DS9. That's sad. So anyway, yeah, yeah. That, that's always a sad thing when that shit happens, right? But. So. I, I feel so I feel such like a Star Trek nerd right now because I've gone I watched every episode of Voyager and I laughed with glee at some of the corniness of Voyager and I loved it and I loved the Borg and I loved it all and then I jump into Discovery and I'm like oh thank God yeah I mean this is great we're in a new era of Star Trek Picard's gonna coming be out more. there's gonna Picard's be gonna be out it fucking you gotta get on Voyager because it's gonna have seven of nine yeah and you're gonna have to get to know her a little bit right i i'm really hopeful right now i think what i and i'm the guy that said i'm not gonna fucking get cbs all access well i'm gonna tune in i'm gonna get it for and binge star trek and then i'll just cancel it yeah and yeah they got me on star trek i'll pay it well pretty much i you know i've been talking to both of y'all individually about how much i love ds9 and together in our group chat i'm just i'm excited to watch more I've got five more seasons to watch, and I'm just... There's a bunch. I'm stoked. I'm hyped. And eventually, they get their little ship. Now, little ship. I, I, like I said before the show, uh, I'm going to stop watching DS9 when The Expanse comes out. I'll watch that in a day, and then I'll go back to DS9. So, okay, The Expanse, Witcher, Picard, bam, bam, bam for me. Yeah. I mean, yeah, right in a I'm, row. I'm like, I agree. Yeah. And then Lord of the Rings, they've already greenlit season two of Lord of the Rings. Amazon has. They already uh, greenlit. Netflix already greenlit season two of Witcher. And they greenlit the second season of Wheel of Time already. Wow. The writers are already working on it. Maybe right. the Netflix show would get you into, maybe that might hook you a little bit. On what? Witcher. Like, it's, you know, I've tried maybe a you'll lot like of... the Maybe you'll like the show. The, the, uh, the show I'll probably watch. The show is... Yeah, gonna be good. I think. no, I'm sure it will. I'm be. pretty good at reading previews, and I got a feeling that Netflix well, did, is putting I, all some I had cash to do was hear this. about Henry Cavill, right? Is that yeah? His name? I think that's right. Anyway, the Superman. guy Superman, Superman. He was talking about how he's like, oh yeah, me and my brothers when we were kids, we took over my mom's living room, and it was the 
three or four of them, each with their own PC, and he's talking about having a LAN, a dedicated LAN, and he's like, yeah, we all played PC games. He's like, I played Witchers 1 and 2. And I was like, Okay. That's like so I was like I was like that's a good sign. Nerd, nerd alert! I'm wanna, like that's a good sign. I want to call back a little bit because this is Henry Cavill, the same guy who played Superman who didn't want to shave his mustache and it's all CGI, right? Mm-hmm. Same guy. Yeah. So is this kind of a re- <laughs> is this kind of a redemption for him? <laughs> like, oh, all I had yeah. to do was hear that he was a fucking like PC dork that played Witcher so, two, and I'm like, all right, I agree. Cool, man. I agree with everything you just said, but what Evan says trumps and overrides what. That concern, yeah, yeah. not that Trump, please God, uh, no. But Superman, I was not impressed with him. Yeah, but he seems like he really. And then, and then I was very skeptical they could get the look right with him. But mm-hmm. it's yeah. knocked it out of the park. It's looking like Geralt. Yeah, a little bit cleaner face, Geralt, but Geralt. And I'm really looking forward to seeing. <laughs> and I think, and I like they're doing it more based on the books. Right. So keep that in mind. There, it's not video game ab- adaptation. No. It's you know, it, just look at it as a high budget fantasy show. I just don't like the type of game. That's just the thing. Yeah, yeah the game is not. It's not. You're gonna enjoy the I'm, story. I'm sure I will. I'm really enjoying playing it on the Switch, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. Uh, TV. Even though we're sort of ending our TV thing, we'll pop in and off off and on about it because there's oh, so much next stuff season of, of dog club will be a little bit more loosey-goosey each episode is not going to be about a specific tv show there's going to be a little bit more of a freeform vibe to it we're going to talk about a little bit more movies and stuff we're movies gonna, that you've absolutely seen we're going to spoil things that you've already watched a hundred times in an effort to make each episode of dog club a little bit more listenable for everybody Yep. We don't want to spoil any current shows. So but we will retain. Yeah, we're going to bring up. We'll, we'll talk, you know, like we, there's some shows we didn't touch on. Like, well, I want to talk about It's Always Sunny. I want to talk about Game of Thrones again. I want to talk about, you know. Obviously. And Doggett, Doggett will be coming with us. Oh, yeah. Uh, John Doggett, he he doesn't well, disappear. He's in a. He, John Doggett's in an iron lung. I mean, he's, he's having trouble, but he's, he's having some real he's trouble. Coming, he's coming back. Obviously, we're not going to stop watching TV, and no. we're always going to talk about what we're watching. Yeah. It, so. Or something we might get a hair up our ass to talk about a certain show. And so we'll, a lot have, of, we'll still talk about Marvel and we'll still talk about Star it's Wars. It's just going to allow us to go a little bit back to our roots and just talk about whatever we'd like to talk about. You know, you got the Mandalorian. You got the new Star Wars game, which is really good. You got I, hear. The, I heard that too. Yeah. I'm curious about it. Mm-hmm. Talk about it. Uh, well, I've been gaming. watching it on Twitch and it looks super fun. So yeah, a lot of good things are happening. Uh, we got a good president. We got <laughs> no, he's a good guy. He definitely uh, tells the truth. Saved by the bells coming back. You oh, name it, we got everything coming back. Zach Morris is trying to close. Base I think they're doing another season of Fuller House. Um, Disney Plus. I'm suckling on the teat. <laughs> yeah, I had never I watched seen, a bunch of Disney. I had never seen The Sound of Music. We watched that, and of course, we watched. I watched some Mo- of the. I watched Moana. Nice. What do you think? So such a pretty, right? sweet movie. Yeah. And I watched Brave. Lin Man. I've seen Lin Manuel Miranda uh, did a lot of music for Moana. I, and uh, and I I finally uh, I watched Frozen. Um, it's a pretty good movie, man. I can't play Disney. What am I gonna do, man? It's good. It's just it's good. I don't I don't. Okay, uh, they're gonna need to sh- rapid fire out some more stuff Remakes. quicker. 
quicker for me on Disney Plus. It, I don't. I'm not. I'm. I'm struggling to see myself Evan, keeping it. Go National Geographic and just watch. I know there's a lot. They. I want more though. I want to be overwhelmed. Okay, I'm not so, overwhelmed with the. So I saw a graph. There was a good chart, and it was you know bar graphs, and it showed Netflix content, Amazon content. You know they have huge libraries of content, and then Hulu was next, right? Mm-hmm. And then it got. Much smaller. To Disney. And Disney's Disney Plus, you know, is a little bit of like a fraction. And then they got to the Apple thing. And Apple was like a speck. Who is subscribed? Okay, who is subscribed Apple. to Apple? No, no, you know what? More than that. They have shitty who, reviews for their who shows. Are the, peop- the people that are actually making shows for, for Apple. Apple. Going like, yeah, I'm going to put all my hard work Apple TV into, Plus. into Apple TV. Oh, and even the a- AT&T thing, the HBO AT&T thing. They still, compared to Netflix and Amazon, it is a drop in the bucket yeah. that these new companies... Disney has the best chance, in my opinion, because so they have a bedrock of shit to work from. 10 most watched shows on Disney Plus this week, The Mandalorian, High School Musical, Star Wars The Clone Wars, The World According to Jeff Goldblum, Encore The Imaginary Story, Forky Ask a Question, Pixar Spark Shorts, Marvel's Hero Project, and Pixar in real life. Those are the shows. Shows. I think that says a lot about the state of the shows on the on the Disney Plus. Thing, is, right? It's is, it's early. It's going to make its nut on the Mario. I want to watch. You know, like kids wanting to rewatch shit over and over and over and over and over. It's, well, they want they want to get shows yeah, going. They do. And, and I'm I, excited. I'm listen. Is the Mandalorian? Have you watched it? I have you yet. have you really looked at what some of the Marvel stuff is going to be? Wait, hold on. Have y'all watched Mandalorian? No. Yes, I, I've watched first two episodes. No, and I'm waiting for it. It's the, good. It's a great show. It's probably some of the best Star Wars stuff that the current regime has put out. Like it's Star Warsy. It so is. that's when I first watched. Like there's certain scenes where I start. I started kind of laughing to myself. I'm like, oh, this is like the original ser- trilogy. Like it's 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 based like right after the Empire Falls. You get a lot of very Star Warsy. And and the and for a character whose face you can't and like okay there's the fun cameos Horatio Sands plays a rubber face alien and is real good Brian Posehn pops up in a real minor like role as a snow speeder guy Taika Waititi that directed the Thor movie that he does a voice of a of a, a, a an assassin bounty hunter droid like and the the guy playing the Mandalorian who's you, you can't see his face it's literally just you know yeah, Mandalorians wear their helmet and he's He's a good character. This it's, is what it looks like, Taylor. It's by a the way. fascinating. It's a fascinating show. I, I like honestly. Like if I had to rank the the, the current era Star Wars stuff, I've, I'm I'm most optimistic about this. Yeah, I'm gonna. They're doing the slow drip with it, so I plan on subscribing when the whole season's yeah. out, and I'm gonna binge it. But there's, but there's there's enough movies that I there's I, a lot of content that I could that I could honestly. watch over and over. And when that happens, I'm gonna dive into some of the other Disney stuff I haven't. There's tons of Pixar that I haven't seen. Yeah. There's stuff. I would love to watch that. I'm sure that's on there. So and then you know having all the Marvel stuff. When you want to rewatch, like I, I could rewatch Endgame five times. I don't, I don't give a shit. I I like I immediately went to Endgame and jumped through certain things I wanted to see. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. So yeah, but, exciting uh, stuff. The, the 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 Disney Plus Marvel properties like She Hulk and Ms. Marvel and and the What If the animated What If series is the thing that I'm most excited about. Now it's animated. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Disney Plus, if I remember reading an article, is all TV 14 or yeah, less. it's it's going to be some. There's some no TVMA, correct? 
I wouldn't go that far because I think they're doing a Moon Knight show and that could potentially be very dark. Okay. She-Hulk could be very adult. I thought the, they were reserving the, the rated R stuff for Hulu. Maybe not R, but I, I mean mature. TV I mean, 14. There's going to be some TV 14 mature stuff. Well, TV 14 and mature are different. Well, I look it up. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It's still going to be <coughs> good. I'm still excited I'm for it. Well, yeah, I am too. Um, TV is great. And I'm looking forward to Star Wars. By the way, we have a new Star Wars coming up also in December right. yeah. that we're going to go watch. Probably we'll find time to go watch it together, yeah, right? we should go watch Rise of Skywalker. I, I, love, I love that you say that because I remember just a few months back, y'all were like, I'm going to watch Star Wars in the theater. Oh, but I'm not nearly as excited. Yeah. I brought it up like last minute. And I'm like, oh, by the way, there's a new Star Wars coming out. But I'm not. Oh, my God. It's episode nine. It's going to be incredible. It's I the hope, end of the season. Yeah, okay. I hope I hope I leave the theater pleasantly surprised and yeah. happy. I hope. You should, but I, I but at this point, maybe Star Wars belongs on shows. Yeah. The Mandalorian's good. It's yeah. the kind of westerny. Maybe it that's what I've been, what's been missing. It's like it's Star clever. Trek. Have you seen some of the... Well, we've said it, TV's better. Have you seen some of the stills from Mandalorian? Have you seen some of the... Yeah, I've watched the... The, the Baby Yoda looking... The trailers and the some of the... Baby Yoda the, alien. I've seen in some stuff. It's uh, it's it's good shit. It's... It, yeah, honestly. Well, they, I shit. figured they had... they. Everything is riding on it. Like a lot of because the, and it's it's the Mandalorian because you can't see his face and he doesn't talk a lot. There is a lot of action and there's a lot of like silent kind of. I heard it almost has a western. It feel. is very western, it's like a space western. A Clint Eastwoody type performance from the guy that's playing the Mandalorian, just very quiet and very like obviously a beyond badass. But him kind of dealing, he's you know he's take it just starts with him taking you know he's got a bunch of dudes in carbonite hanging in the back of his ship you know what I mean like it's he's he's a bounty hunter and and he happens upon uh, Werner Herzog plays this former imperial man that is very serious and and you must find the asset and bring it to us alive chronologically it's between uh, it's, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope right but before Rogue no One. no it's it's right after Return of the Jedi. It's after Return of the Jedi. Right after Return of the Jedi. Force Awakens. Before, before it, the First Order from Rhode Island. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, so it's right the after new, right the new after, Republic that's probably a weak... I'm assuming they're showing that it's a weak government, like you, I would assume. Like this, well, the scene with Werner Herzog where he plays this former Imperial guy, like it, this, this door slides open and he's sitting at a desk surrounded by like four or five like stormtroopers, but they're like all in like... They're all their armors all fucked get banged up, up, banged and, shit, up and yeah. muddy, and they're like, Ugh. like it's <laughs> That's it's cool. it's a cool setting. It's very Star Wars. It's I very, I like, think I said it before one time that I thought the setting between Force Awakens and Return of the Jedi that battered, broken. Yeah, that's cool. Could be cool, and I'm glad they're exploring cool. it. It's neat. It's I uh, yeah. You're gonna be really pleasantly surprised. More than because he, he like as a Cause, critic because the, the new only, Star Wars stuff you're gonna be you're gonna be pleasant. Rogue I like Rogue One though. Yeah, it's very akin to that. It's it's a ha- fun, but it's better. It's good. It's the uh, probably the best f- for me. Like I'm I'm really truly excited to see the rest of 
And you know me, I'm Luke. I'm officially yeah. You're not cold Star on Star Wars as of right now. Like it, it but Mandalorian. I was like, ah, but she wanted to get Disney Plus. So I was like, ah, fuck, why not? That would be and cool if like midway through, I was really, it just I'm like started, watching it, shaking my head. It like, started yeah, showing man. scenes like of the Emperor. Yeah. I like that it's real focused. Ah, <laughs> we built, rebuild. You can see the like the background of how he built the first order up. I know they're not going to do that because I, I think they're making Mandalorian non-force using. It's so. Well, him yes, but there's already force in the show. Oh God. (laughs) No, but in a good way. So much for what I was thinking. It's (laughs) well, you saw the the little Yoda monster. Like, it's take a wild guess. Like, but it's it. No, dude, it's it's like. It made me. It made me like, like oh shit! Like when it happened, it it was. It's. I'm really excited for the rest of the Mandalorian. Like legitimately. Yeah, I think there's enough. Just to, as a sci-fi show, there's enough stuff to keep me occupied until it's all released, and then I'll watch it. It is hard to watch. Well, that's because I'm watching Star right, Trek. So. Yeah. So I, I don't even. There's right, no point right. right now. So. I think we're entering entering into a very interesting period of entertainment disney plus is all still very much potential but i'm excited this is peak television and we're getting out of the tv business and we're right out <laughs> we're getting out right as it's gonna come i don't crash. know why it's I gonna don't know about, why it's about to saying that we're still gonna oh, talk joking. about tv we're nothing joking. is ending being, we're joking I'm but being facetious, you know, but sure. yeah peak television and we're bowing out a little bit yeah um and i think that it i think we're about to see things somebody <laughs> Somebody's gonna lose. Oh, for sure. Uh, AT and oh, I think, and I'll just call it. I as big as Apple is, I think they might fuck this one up finally. Well, I think they that's will. not a big surprise. Like, what did uh, the, they, the, Apple big, me- the big companies fuck up all the time? What did Google just tried to launch that gaming system? But Apple, Apple does not sm- fuck up very often. Into the rocks. I heard that uh, Netflix is gonna take up Nickelodeon stuff to kind of yeah. compete with Disney. Yeah, they just Netflix and Nickelodeon now have oh, a sorry, have a yeah. have a I was, deal together. I was doing my Picard face palming stuff because yeah. I don't know why, but that's a good thing. Yeah. That means there's competition. Yeah, I I don't have a problem. I I've I'm not going to subscribe to all of them at the same time no. because there's so much content I haven't seen on Hulu and Netflix and Amazon. Right. I'm going to reserve. Netflix I'm going to choose. Hulu are going to be pretty permanent. Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon are my. Those are my permanent. Yeah, those are the three things. I don't subscribe to any other live television. Those are my three things I always have. And then I'll, I'll add something if I want to watch something. What am I going to replace PlayStation View with? Yeah, you can Google. Uh, so there's YouTube TV, YouTube TV. There's Hulu TV. And then there's Sling. Yeah, so take your pick. Really, you just got to look at the channel listings. Make sure just they need, have what you want. And just get need TNT. Why do you need it? Oh, for AEW. It, I don't watch. Wrestling. I don't watch it WWE anymore. I don't need to watch. I I don't I subscribe to WWE Network. It's all AEW. Well, you're gonna have to ask TNT, yourself: is, is TNT yes. worth yes fifty yes. bucks plus bucks a month yes. alone? Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, yes, then there you is. go. I mean, and honestly, if, if so, I have live TV for the San Antonio Spurs. If I could get just their games on League, you would. on NBA League Pass. Sure, oh, I'd pay if two, I could if I, I could pay, watch Dynamite just alone. I would pay two hundred dollars for a season if I could, but it's blacked out if you're in the local area. So yeah. I can't do that. 
See, with tennis, uh, that's what I'm missing. But I with ESPN Plus, which happens to be bundled a lot of times, you with get Disney, to see the, the end, endings. You can see the main like quarterfinals. From you can see the big games with the, the majors. majors, all except the French. Yeah. So you get Wimbledon, U.S. Open, and Australian. What is the French on? They have their own little license thing with channels. It's a bunch of horse shit. Really? You know how it works. Sports is NFL is like Direct TV, and it's all. Yeah. Affiliated and NFL Sunday ticket, <laughs> all the licenses. Oh, sorry. You know how it is. Well, actually, that's how sports are divvied up. All I've been running into that. CBS doesn't uh, have an agreement with Hulu to stream uh, local CBS games. So when the Spurs play on Channel Five, <laughs> Evan's fighting a dog. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Just making snorting noises while he's trying to pull her off. Okay, go ahead, Justin. Uh, anyway, there's just there's agreements like that that aren't you can't watch certain things. So on tennis is very frustrating because it is split up a little bit, and ESPN has the majors, but there's no. If there was like a tennis eight bucks a month, yeah, and it's every single ATP tour professional match, and they just had it all on there, I'd pay for it. Right. I feel like sometimes I want to have it behind, on. The, I think all sports leagues are behind the curve, but oh, I'm not. I, they, I'm not gonna pay. 50 bucks for YouTube TV just for tennis channel and ESPN. Right. I won't. Why? Why do these sports each not have their own? Like you think that the NFL would just go, Hey, TV suck a dick here. But yeah, like it just, they're people are having to pay either way. No one's watching on regular ass TV anymore. Well, okay. So you were talking about how the free folk subreddit is just a poison. Well, right. Yeah. So, in the it's past beautiful well past couple of years Beauty. ever since the whole debacle with Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs happened or the Spurs are not, the not Spur- a happy place the anymore. Spurs subreddit used to be this positive wholesome place you could go and talk about our team and now it is just everyone's like tank the season we need a draft pick they suck <laughs> trade this guy trade this guy we just done yes I mean it's it's turned into people are mad because we're not making it further than we're back to the nineties. Yeah, and that makes people angry. It's it's hard to watch the these games. It was a special era. We're a small team. Yeah, it was a special twenty years time. Yeah, twenty years. It was a golden era for That's San Antonio. That's just another NBA team. Yeah, where people come and go. Well, don't no, give a fuck. I wouldn't say that. This is this was something special. Like this was like the the Celtics that won all those championships, or the Lakers that were really good, or the the Bulls that won you know all those titles. Like this was one of those dynasties. It was that I got that we got to experience. But it's over with. But it's done for now. Anyway, for now it's done. It's over. And I'm. It's taken me a little while to admit that because I'm such a. Fan. I've I've known it's been over a while. I well, mean, when Duncan was retired, I'm like, oh, so it's done. And everyone's like, no, it's going to be great. And <laughs> it I'm like, was over. Oh, no, your Michael Jordan just retired. It's over for a little bit. And then when, Co- no, the, and then the, uh, the thing is, is I kind of followed it a little bit because I had some events. And then I was seeing, oh, well, no, we got Kawhi Leonard, and Danny he, Green. And then all of a sudden, when they told me Kawhi's gone and Danny Green was gone, I said, oh, 
So it's just any other so basketball it's just, team. It's just There's a bunch no of guys. It's, it's just, just a bunch, bunch of guys, guys out now. there. It's not, it's not like, oh, he's going to be there forever. It's just a bunch. No. no, we have this good guy. Yeah, who's going to leave to go somewhere else because that's it's the way basketball works. We, it's not the same thing anymore. We we were putting all our eggs in his basket, and he just uh, He's uh, out. He's gone. He wanted he to won. be a yo-yo big rich guy. <laughs> and he won. Money. And he won the championship. And he won the championship. He showed him. And then... Went to the Lakers. He's on the Lakers now. Isn't that? He's doing exactly. I mean, the Clippers. Sorry, he went to the Clippers. Dear Lord, would he please. Living in L.A., baby. L.A. Clippers. Isn't that the one that Balmer, the former CEO of Microsoft, owns him? I don't know. Yeah. It's good times. Okay, enough about this terrible I'm just sports saying, crap. It's, 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 you know. I'm, it's depressing. I'm reluctantly now. I'm like, maybe I shouldn't even have live TV because I don't really like enjoy watching them right now. Tell you what, it's nice to save fifty bucks a month. That's You're true. It's your WWE, Justin. I know. You're just like, eh. yeah. You're just kind of sad and disgusted with the whole thing. So you're like, well, you keep going. You Sigh. eventually, you, you might eventually you, listen. Get sick do of what it. I do. You pa- you give it a little while to do, well, have a passing interest where you just look, sort of read results and go, cool, all right. In the and in, in the Spurs subreddit, you still get the guys that are trying to be positive and they say, trust Pop in the front office. Trust, uh-huh. trust him. You know, trust the system. Pop is part of it but he can't do it all right. and he lost he had some luck in there too Come well on. i'm seeing some of these decisions he's making and i'm still like what are you what is uh, he he may have lost his touch good, maybe he was yeah. a really good coach and not the most the I most know. talented front office or guy. he was what everything we thought he was but he's getting a little older now yeah and it's time maybe for him to step back i don't know that's where i am well justin i'm sorry buddy i know how you feel believe me well, well, when you watch like a sad, but boring like, Spurs game, it's like, like when fucking WWE does one of those crown jewel Saudi Arabia shows. I'm, I'm, in, like, I'm, I'm in a very different place in life now where I have other responsibilities and things to take my attention. So it's not as big a deal mm. that the Spurs aren't playing that well. Who cares? Good wow. for you. That's where I am. Wow. Good it's for like you, a, man. It's like you're at an AA meeting. You're like, <laughs> you know what? I don't care. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Every t- I I go to a random Spurs game affiliated somehow with the company or some client or banker or something every two or three years and so when I'm at the game I'm like who's that yeah. who's that who's that guy who is that guy that guy that's a spur that's where I'm at I've completely written them off as just another look I'm glad San Antonio's got pride in it but. That's the one thing it's, we It's have. over with. I yeah. mean, anybody objectively looking at it, it's done. For sure. Well, and the way the NBA s- sucks China's dick, the NBA can blow me. I don't know. Okay. Man, our show, we're going to get attacked now. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about that, <laughs> China. China. We got Chinese sponsors, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ming-na, Ming-na's. Oh, no. Oh, we're going to have to cut oh, that Special shit. rice. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> the hell is that? Wow. Buy Ming Nas Rice. Oh, wow. That didn't happen. I Let's think, tie this I, back. I think we should call it. Um, to Mad Men. Let me, let me find the theme again. The, so uh, the theme. <laughs> oh, God. Is that the Lady and the Tramp, that song they the, cut the, from the, it? the Siamese cat yeah. song? Did they put Lady that on the Disney Plus? We so, are Siamese, okay. if you please. So you, you bring <laughs> that out. You bring that out. They, they edit it. They edit no, things out they didn't, on Disney They Plus. did not edit. They didn't edit that? No, they're putting... Dis- they have a disclaimer? They're putting disclaimers. Okay, Song of the South hidden on Disney Plus. No, but... um, Still hidden in the vault. Dumbo. It's the last thing in the vault. On, on Dumbo the, and the on crow thing. Lady and the Tramp, there's, there's disclaimers. Don't get me started on the fact that they 
were going to release the original Jungle Tom Book and Jerry's, too. and they got rid of it. Jungle Book is yeah. also trouble has some troublesome yeah. booga booga stuff in it, and you're just like, whoa! But wow, hey, there's, there's this, a different time. The proper way to do it is with a disclaimer, right. and then just show it. Yeah, don't I don't know. edit it, and don't get rid of it. You have a problem with Looney Tunes for sure. Yeah, I don't like what they yeah. they're trying to act like it didn't happen right. now. I watched it as a kid. I remember. Yeah. What are you doing? I remember it all. Yeah, but okay. Um, yeah, Mad Men. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that was a very good like transition, but <laughs> we went from Looney Tunes and to Mad Men. <laughs> Fucking bleh. <laughs> Anyway, watch Mad Men. This song is actually like five minutes long. We're gonna so evolve into another, into a little. We're gonna change our show up a little bit. So next time we do this, no, I think next fun. time we'll just do a little recap of the season, and then we'll we'll get into what we're gonna do. But we got the holidays coming up. There might be a, it'll uh, be a holiday obviously. episode. We might have a little Star Wars yeah. sprinkled in. Yeah, that sort of thing. So we'll. We'll come back around. I'm not sure exactly when. We don't know when, but we'll we'll figure it out. Come back around. We're gonna have to edit this episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is what it is. Yeah, okay. yeah. Sorry, folks. Got a little carried away here. <laughs> it's, it's been a while since we recorded. Uh. Anyway, yeah. It's all good. That's uh. It's a lot of nonsense. <laughs> That's it. Peace. Bye. Dog wow, hey, how's it going? I'm Wild Man, Wild Man. Wake up. Wild Man Willis. Man, that coffee. Woo! Man, Starbucks is really adding a lot to that. You know what that coffee's going to do? It's going to make you want to poop. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, that's gross. All right, guys, settle down. Oh, now. that Linda. Ah, shut up. Shut up, Linda. <laughs> Linda, <laughs> you're such a whole You're a, loser. Loser. You're a piece of shit. Linda. Ha, ha, ha. Woo! Come on now. Hey, we got this Coos Linda in here just, just dumping on our fun, right, bu- right boys? Ha ha ha! Pew pew pew!
Ja, das ist das Zeug. <lacht>